What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Venice Antoinette, but you can call me V. And your girl, Amber Monique, also known as A Momo Chanel. Here with another episode of Sip and Spill. On this show, we sip on drinks while spilling the tea on dating and relationships. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star rating. You can find us on sippinspills.com. That's S-I-P-A-N-D-S-P-I-L-L-S.com, where you can find our podcast, blog posts, and join our email list, where we offer special giveaways and discounts. Also, make sure you follow us on social media. That's at sippinspills across all social media. Now, let's get started. So he definitely was like, this is going to be the best episode of y'all whole season. I'm the best guest y'all ever had. (laughs) What do Twitter say? You got to manifest it. So there you go. So if you don't know, you already know. It's right on Q Live. Yes, ma'am. It's Q. Thank you guys for having me back. You know, I tend to see Venice uh, more often. Well, not, not tend to. I haven't seen Amber ever in life. Um, even though she was a cool one last time. Oh, um, yeah, now Venice is environment will over to my house in the future. So yeah, so uh, it's, it's good I to talk wait. to Amber I can't again. wait. <laughs> the, the, the queen from last time. Wait, can I just say when I saw you when we did that episode on Uncomfortable, I was like, Southeast. oh god, I didn't know Q was going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, shout out. Um, and yeah, I'll definitely be attending the post uh quarantine house party that Q announced on Twitter. Um, <sighs> I appreciate you accepting my invitation to myself because I didn't get an invite. <laughs> so I'm just gonna come as Kiera's plus one and I'll be fine. First of all, <laughs> Key is never invited, so I guess that's right on par. Oh yeah, oh yeah, um, perfect. Two people <laughs> that will be turned away at the door but anyway <laughs> hopefully more important hopefully the quarantine is over uh by a, right perfect so let everybody know again where they can find you yes if you go on youtube apple apple podcast app soundcloud spotify anywhere you listen to um podcast just type in right on q live as in the right side on q u e not the letter never the letter live right on q live and go to any episode, nine times a thing you'll enjoy. If you don't enjoy that one, 100% you'll enjoy the next one. So, yeah. Also, yeah. I have a, I made a compilation out with a bunch of artists around the area. Search that. Ryan Q Live. We are live on anyway. Stream music. All that good shit. Support a young black business. Mm-hmm. It was super dope. Super dope. Check it out. Uh, so, Amber, let everyone know why Q is here today. What are we talking mm. about? So, he is here to talk Wait, about Wait, whose something? phone is going off? 
Dang, all of my business. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying it's all up in my recording. I got to go back and edit this shit out. Really? <laughs> yes. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Steve Jobs, Kanye West, meticulous. <laughs> I, yeah. I think it was. I, I really didn't think it was being picked. Well, up you don't podcast. edit your own episodes, so you don't understand the struggle of that. Struggle. My episodes aren't edited at all. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> straight off the rip. Yeah, we soon we press stop. It get uploaded. Yeah. <laughs> but continue though, Queen. Shout out to you editing your own shit. <laughs> Go ahead, Amber. <laughs> Okay, so Q is here to talk about something that has been inspired by the quarantine. Uh, we've been thinking about all the couples that live together during this time. So we started, we are going to be talking about living together. Um, I guess we could start off asking our guests, Q, well, we kind of already know, but would you live with uh, your significant other? Hell no. No, well, I, I currently live with my girlfriend. I was about to say, right. what? Like, that's the whole oh. reason we asked you to do this. Ask, asking loaded questions. Well, yeah, I was kicked out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, me and my girlfriend, we live together. We've been living together. It's our second place, so I think it's been around three years now. Um, so during a quarantine, um, it hasn't really been... So unfortunately, her job, she had, to, she never was able to stop us. She'd been going to work every day, and I was trying to be like, you know, faking that Turner and refuse to go to work for like three weeks. So I was going <laughs> home. Uh, I was trying to make a stance. The stance didn't work. I'm back at work now. At least you could go back because that's quite a stance. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm being fake, like righteous. I had PTO. Oh, okay. I'm dead. <laughs> How do you use your PTO during a quarantine? Like, in my really... in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm using PTO. And by time two three weeks, by time is almost all up, it's gonna be some government sanctioned thing lockdown, yeah. and we are gonna be good. No, niggas had to go back to work. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't like you know that that that, that the dynamic of being cooped up together for over a matter of time. You know, I was just taking her to work every day and picking her up. But I was enjoying myself home all day, chilling, watching a bunch of shows and movies. Um, so I didn't haven't really had that like stereotypical image of like, yo, I'm sick of this bitch. God damn it. We we just keep looking at each other, we can't leave, we can't get away from each other, all that type of stuff. But I will say, even if we were, um, I'm naturally um a quote unquote loner. So like I would gladly just go in the other room and watch TV and, and hope. And again, like I feel she she's definitely more of a clinger, so she she's more likely to oh what you doing down there? But you know for the most part she definitely respects my space and be like yeah no stay up there, stay I'm I'm down here now stay up here today. But yeah, so but generally we 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 don't annoy each other too much. We don't mind being around each other though. Okay, so let's stay on pre quarantine before we go deep into the whole quarantine Uh, conversation because that's going to be a deep one. But pre-quarantine, um, Amber, would you live with a partner? No, I would say no, not until I'm married. And it, and that's what I say now because I just enjoy... Who, marriage? Mm. I say Queen. engagement. I say maybe, engagement. Well, okay, maybe, but... maybe even engagement. But I just enjoy my space so much. I don't see myself willingly um, giving that up before I have to. Got you. Oh, you stingy. I see. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, for me, it's like um, the reason why I say engagement is because for me to live with you, it's like 
you have to prove to me that this is like, like you need to make, you have to, it has to be some clarity that this is like a long term or something you see like longevity in or we're building something. Cause I'm not about mm-hmm. to give you all of me um, without any form of like commitment. You know, that's the way I look at it. And I feel like a lot of the relationships I see is like these women who will like live with their boyfriends for like 10 years with no ring, even though they've been wanting to get married. So, mm. and at that point it's like, well, why would he even propose to you? Cause you give him everything uh, he would need from a wife. Oh, Lord I don't know. That's how I look Christ. at it. He completely disagrees. <laughs> like, why? Why you got it? Why would he buy the cow? He getting the milk for free. Uh, exactly. Oh, That's Lord. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If like, if y'all don't let go of these Negro spiritual slave traditional do, logic sentiments, man. Do but, you believe in marriage? Is that something you want to do eventually? It's not one of my virtues. But okay. it's not something I am against. Do you think so that the, living together would prolong you proposing if you were going to propose? Hmm. Would it prolong? Uh, no. So generally, the way I see it is, I'm. I would. What I'm definitely against is marrying someone that I've never lived with. Because mm-hmm. this fact of the matter is that you don't know someone really until you live with them. So I'm not even going to try to, cause I'm, and then part of my being, um, part of it not being one of my virtues is I just don't fully, not saying it's impossible, but I think it's, I'm not going to just say this whole eternal forever thing is just going to happen automatically, whatever. I'm a type of person where it's like, we good today. I don't really care about tomorrow because I don't know what tomorrow going to be, but today we good. So that's all that matters to me in a sense. But, um, okay. so, but I know there's no way in hell we gonna make it even to throughout today if I don't really know you because we ain't living. I don't know how you live and how you operate, how you just how you are on a regular day and shit like that. So yeah, there's no way I'll even try to even hash um hedge on the bet if we haven't even established some form of foundation, created a new foundation together for our living space and shit like that, whatever. Okay. So, yeah, I, so mean, I don't I think I don't, I don't think it will prolong it though. That's that's an interesting question. I hear you, and that's. I guess that's why I'm like I would want to live with somebody when I'm engaged because I mm-hmm. do. But how long I'm would you be? Engaged. How long could you be engaged before it's an issue? That's another dynamic. Well, for me, I would probably want to be engaged. I could see myself being engaged for one to three years. Okay, so, three. Interesting. Yeah, but that's just because it depends on how dramatic I'm going to be with my wedding. Um, but like, I would, I definitely during my engagement, I definitely want to be engaged for at least a year and I would want to move in together during that year because I do think it's important to live together before you walk down the aisle, but it's just, I'm not willing to move in with you without that form of like commitment. Right. This also how I look at it though. Like if I propose to you, we get married. So I think it's interesting Cause so, could you see yourself being engaged? Cause you love this person, everything's good up to this point. Y'all engaged now. Yo, let's try to move in. I'm moving to your house. You moving to my house? And then it's like, wait, we. Cause I've, I've, I know a couple that mm. they've been together for a while now, but whenever they try to live together, it just imploded. Like it was like we just can't live together. To me though, low key, I'm like, well, that's a sign I shouldn't be together though. They like, mm. no, we just gonna try to keep. We're gonna stay together until we can figure it out. Maybe get a bigger space and then they work again. No, bitch, y'all can't. Y'all don't. Y'all don't belong together. Y'all can't live together. That's how I look at it. So 
do you think it'll be an issue that once y'all not moved in as fiancés, it's just completely haywire, y'all not uh, in sync, and then the relationship crumbles? Would that matter to you? Like, would it would it matter if you had like possibly two fiancés and then and, and now looking back, you're single now. You went to two fiancés. Mm, I'm just saying. Um, I mean, I do agree in the sense of if somebody proposes to me, it's like we're getting married. So I don't mm-hmm. think that's like nothing could happen once yeah. you move in. Like it's, I mean, I definitely think moving in is going to make you see that person, you know, differently. Because obviously, like you said, like living with somebody, you really see all of them. Mm-hmm. But I guess to me, it's kind of when I hear that type of stuff, it's hard for me to understand it because even though I might not live with you. I'm going to be spending a lot of time with you. Like whether you're staying at my house a few days a week and I'm staying at your house a few days a week or like whether, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm not going to have spent enough time with you to have an idea of what you'd be like when we live together. That's why I'm always caught off guard by people Mm -hmm. who say stuff like that. Cause I've heard that same scenario that you said. And it's like, well, like it's no way that you're just completely taken completely off guard by how this person lives when y'all were dating for so long before moving in together. Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. any ever lived together, lived with someone? I'm, this is my first time. I'm nah. like, I never lived never lived nah. with a girl. I had a girl like in college shit, like basically moving to my dorm like a fucking stalker. But, <laughs> yeah, I never had an apartment with a girl. No, me neither. Nah. But what were some of the like circumstances that you needed with your girlfriend to know like, okay, we can live together. Like I, this is what I need to see in her before I know we can move in. Gotcha. So I don't know about y'all ladies and y'all <laughs> dealings with people. Or don't laugh. I don't like the way you're laughing already. <laughs> I know this is about to go left. Go ahead. <laughs> but with me, because I'm a king, like oh, women God. are constantly like progressing things. And it's up to me being a king to stay grounded in my kingship to know myself and know my path, whatever. If it was up to any girl I ever talked to, I would have had 15 kids by now. Every girl I ever talked to had like eight planned kids and had names and all that type of shit, moving, not moving. So my girl, our first year, if it was up there, we would have had a place together by now. We probably would have broken up in the same year. But I knew that we just wasn't ready, though. We needed to be more comfortable, be more in sync, grow mm-hmm. as a unit, grow individually, shit like that. Know, learn more about each other, whatever. Learn how each other, our quirks and our shit like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um... And also, I didn't want to be like, yo, yeah, just fuck it. It's cheaper, so let's go in because the foundation is laying. I feel a lot of relationships crumble just simply because of faulty foundations. Like, y'all wasn't sturdy enough as a unit, so shit going to fall apart or whatever. Um, but I feel a lot of times, I had women want to rush the man and man wasn't ready. And that's how he ended up acting out in certain manners. But, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so I just feel it was a timing thing. Like, yo, we need to be more established before we can do that. Other than that, though, I feel like um, me, if, if I'm going to make you my girlfriend, um, you know, I pretty much have an idea that I would want to be around you. For, I can be around you for a long time mm-hmm. and you'd be a good partner to establish a certain lifestyle with. So that was already good. I wasn't really worried about that. But I want to make sure we were ready. And I feel we weren't ready until a certain point. So that's really all it was. Rewind, 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 mm. rewind. Because I got some clarifying hate. questions. Here, here comes the so, hate. So, because 
I'm definitely not that girl who has my wedding plan, my kids' names picked out, or like you know none why. of that. So I feel oh. like you have me, to take responsibility. Here we go. So I feel like you gotta take responsibility for the type of women that you attract because that mm. complete because when you first started when you were saying like women are um quicker to progress i took that as you i was caught off guard because i thought you were saying in the sense of like building their careers or like following their dreams or things of that but (laughs) then you went a whole different lane of talking about how girls you was dating with like 15 kids and they got their names picked out and all that type of stuff okay this this is my problem with you little venice this is my problem with you like me right I Wait, I didn't even my... get my question no, no, no. out. Like... Not enough of your nonsense. <laughs> I didn't get my question <laughs> All right, we'll go. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me about myself. I've been, been right. told about myself all week. I can't wait to hear this one. Don't forget your points. But, like, my thing is with women like you that talk so heavy about things, it's like with me, like, whenever I say certain things about myself, I can keep and proper uh, perspective of me possibly being the minority in the matter or the common ground. So, like, for instance, <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, boom, bottom line. No shades to the fellas and kings out there. Most niggas cheat. It is what it is. Like, it is what it is, whatever. Um, I happen to not. So, like, I'm not going to be like, yo, like, I'm cheat. Niggas out here not cheat. No, a lot of niggas are cheating. It is what it is, whatever. So, I got to keep it in proper perspective. Now, to you, if you may happen to be, you know, when you bad niggas like Ben Simmons, and, oh you know, they the ones that really be trying you're not to bringing that. Things. You're not bringing that energy onto my they, show. We are not doing ones, that. We are not bringing that, that really, on the Simmons Go listen to 8% episode of Ryan Q Live, people. But uh, they want they the ones that progress things with you and want to settle you down. You got to hold, pump the brakes on them. Hold on, nigga. I don't like you like that. I won't No, that's not what I'm saying, that. though. That's not what I'm saying. I feel saying. that's not the normal. I think more times than not, it's the woman that's rushing relationship or uh, accelerating things than the man. I no, I agree with you in that sense. And I think okay. I, I I get what you're saying. And that's not where I was going at with that. Because okay. what Cut I was trying no to say gotcha. was in reference to when you were saying progressing, like I said, in my head, I thought you meant like career wise and stuff, because that's typically mm-hmm. what you think of the man would be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, And in reference to like the women, I was saying, because I do know that maybe I am the minority and I do sometimes I might come off that way because a lot of the women around me are similar like have like-minded like me mm-hmm. but I guess what I was saying was that you attract that type of energy and what I was asking was is there a difference between your relationship now compared to the women you were talking about before because you live with your girlfriend now versus you weren't willing to live with those girls before um, and it sounded like it had a lot to do with their mindset so I was trying to figure out is your current relationship her mindset a lot different than the women you were dealing with in your past. Okay. Uh, this is only my second relationship ever. I'm not a person that cuffs people. Like, I, like I'll, I'll, I'll date you. For well, that. not even relationships. Just, like, dating or, like, you know, just in general. Yeah. But because I'm dating you, like, like the, I'm, like, I can, I'm, like, pretty quick on the trigger of, like, declaration of what we're going to be, whatever. So, if I, if I know I'm only going to date you, I'm not even thinking outside of it. So, I can't even say, like, all right, what was it about this or that that made me I can only judge my other relationship and 
compared to this because those are only two that were like on that like level of like a investment or something like that whatever mm-hmm. but at the same time they were such a two different parts of my life like one was like early college and this one is now so i can't really compare them um if that if that like even me myself like honestly i'm a totally person i was back then like i was like a like a way more like pettier immature type nigga back then so i yeah if we live together back then or if I, if I was that same way with that same type of girl if she's the same now that'd be dysfunctional as fuck like yeah so i can't really compare um yeah right now the last guy y'all talked to what would happen if y'all live together with him amber first um the last guy I talked to, I mean, but talked to, it wasn't anything serious, so... All right, all right, the last guy that would have some form of seriousness. Like um, your last relationship. But um, I didn't want to say relationship, I didn't know how it went, so... No, no, no that's fine. Yeah, that makes the most sense. Um, I, I think we probably would have been fine, like, if we okay. would have worked, worked out, it would have been fine. Yeah. What about you, Venice? Um... I actually was considering making an exception for my last relationship to move in with him. There's always exceptions to the rule. But um, I didn't end up making that exception. And I guess part of it was because I I knew if we lived together, in my head, it was going to be for a limited period of time until Uh I did get my ring. And that was an issue for him because for him, it was like, if we live together, why are we like moving out type of thing? Mm. Because what happened was... Well, basically what it was, was I was trying to move back to Philly and he lived in Philly. So the idea was that I was going to temporarily live with him until I found my own space. But Mm -hmm. um, because for me, like I told you, I don't really want to live with somebody who I'm not at least engaged to. But in his head, he had lived with a partner before. So he was perfectly okay with that. And he felt like it would bother him if I moved out from his space because he takes it, he would have taken it as our relationship was taking a back, a step back instead of a step forward. And I respect that. Yeah. That's um, interesting. Yeah. So that was like the closest I was willing to come to an exception with, but to answer your question on like how I think it would have worked out. Um, the longest I had spent with him, like straight, like staying mm-hmm. together was a little over a week. So maybe like 10 days and we got along fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it was like, I just don't want to feel like I'm giving too much to somebody without that commitment. Like, that's very important to me. How about, uh, are y'all in a relationship typically, just the way y'all are, are y'all typically the more junkier one or cleaner one? It depends on where. In the bedroom, yeah. I'm the junkier one. But in, like, the spaces of the house that other people see, I'm the cleaner, I'm the cleaner one. Like, the kitchen and the living room and the bathroom and all that stuff. So you- so you yeah. cook but the room, my room is a disaster every single day. So do you cook as you clean when you make baby back bread? Yes. You mean clean oh. as I cook? <laughs> but yeah, I'm yes. Sorry, I'm tripping. Yeah. I mean, if you were, if you was a master chef, you could do it. <laughs> <laughs> how how about you, Amber? Um, am I the messier one or the cleaner mm-hmm. one? I think that yeah, it kind of depends. Like my room is messy, but the kitchen is always going to be cleaner mm-hmm. than me. Like yeah, I think the public areas and stuff. And I have more like bathroom products, so I might leave the bathroom a little bit more okay, junky. Okay, so what I just heard was both of y'all are junky. So yeah, 
Y'all tried to clean it up and no, it's different. Like, like, no, y'all junkie, it's cool. I see what that's what you want to call it. I'll be real. That's what you want to call it. I got a lot more products. I got to leave them around. So cute. Let me ask you this since you live with your significant other, what are the benefits of living with your significant other? Benefits. You don't have to travel for sex. That's that's okay. top. That's that's, that's that's top. They gotta be somewhere in the top five. They just gotta mm-hmm. be. Top two, um, that ain't number two. What you talking about? Cool. Let's remember what I wanted. I mean, some people so like to travel. Like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's meet up somewhere in the alley. Like, wait a minute. Oh. Um, all right, so that's up there. Uh, just so I was one time on the show asking, oh, some it came up on my show, Brian Q Live. Look it up anywhere you want. But it was like, I always see girls um, use this post. They's like, oh my God, sex is good. But what about blank? And there's always something that's like intimate, but not, but not sexual, or whatever. Uh-huh. And they're like, so basically, uh-huh. like, what's your favorite non-sexual intimate moments? And someone said, someone said it on the show, and I was like, panicked. I'm like, damn, like I always see such good answers. I can't think of nothing. Or what would I, what would I say? Like, because like I'm a very sexual person, so think non-sexual type thing. But the, so the answer I came up with was because i am the more cleaner one in my relationship so mm-hmm. and my girl i don't cook, allegedly allegedly oh all right so uh, <laughs> my girl she she's a cook i don't cook at all so mm-hmm. i enjoy the uh, moments when we're in the kitchen operating at the same time because i feel it shows our strengths our weaknesses our system our routine shit like that whatever so as she's cooking I'm the one cleaning, breaking shit down, packing up the food, Tupperware, shit like that, whatever. Okay. So I feel like That's I feel good. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I thought it was good interesting. Uh, <laughs> my girl, how about this? She gonna hate on me. She like that's. That's corny. Like my favorite intimate moment is when we just watch TV together. <laughs> Bitch, that's corny as shit. Like who don't watch TV <laughs> with people? Like that whack ass answer. But um, so I think when you build routines and systems with each other, because you're really building um like a life, so to speak. I think that's cool. Cause y'all really in sync, like, all right, yeah, I'll be up tomorrow with you, take you there, I'll meet you back after work and have the food ready and I'll pack after you're done, or all right, I'm gonna do the laundry and put your clothes up. That type shit. I think it's cool. Like y'all really working mm-hmm. as a unit. Um, shit like that. Uh um Is yeah. um is financial benefit ever a reason to move in with somebody? So it's funny you say that. Just yesterday I saw a girl post where she was like um, I'm genuinely surprised when I come across uh, a man that's single and lives by himself. And I was like, hmm. Wait, say that again? She said she's I'm surprised. Genu- she's genuinely surprised when she comes across a single man that lives by him. Wait, what did she She said a man that lives by himself and he's single. Something like that. Basically mm-hmm. alluding to that men are either have roommates, I suppose, live with their parents, or have a girlfriend. What I kind of niggas is she coming across? Mm, talk to her, queen. Talk to I'm her. just saying, like, since you, mm, she got to look mm. in the mirror because that is not a male mm. issue. That's a personal issue that Man, she's dealing with. I mean, we gotta have a whole separate podcast about this particular person because <laughs> you, you, oh, like, I got Cleopatra. Shout out to Cleopatra. No, but she a Cleopatra type though for sure. But um, but so yeah, but um. Is that fight? You know, finances are always a part of everything because we live in America. But again, though, 
I definitely don't think you should. I mean, you could do it. Like, people could do what they want, and, you know, it could work out. But I know I wouldn't just try to make a decision based on finances. Because I do hear women talk shit and throw shade. Like, it's a lot of uh, homeless niggas out here being with girls because they homeless and they can't afford <laughs> shit. I hear about that dynamic. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm never going to live with someone because they're just financially more practical. Like, hell no. Like, peace of mind is way more important. I agree. Is that a benefit, though, of living with somebody? Hell yeah, it's a benefit. Like, it can't okay. be a not. Well, no, I didn't know, because I know, like, some dudes are like, they, I've heard men, because um, this is even something with my ex, like, he was big on being able to provide for the whole household. So mm-hmm. it was like, he didn't even necessarily want me to move in unless he could afford everything. But he already lived there, though, right? Well, we oh, were like actually a, like, looking at a, no, yeah, we were looking at, like, a whole new space. Gotcha. So he wanted to be able to afford that new right. place. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, would you have allowed him to do that since he felt so strongly? Um, you said, would I have allowed him to do that? Mm-hmm. So what we had come to the agreement of, um, and this is, we talked about this in the financial stability episode we did, check it out with mm-hmm. Rick Sabree, mm-hmm. um, was it was more of a percentage difference. So it was kind of like, we both would contribute the same percent of our income to the household. So that That's way cool. it didn't strongly impact one more than the other. Okay. And at that time he made way more money than I did. So mm-hmm. when we like did the math, it was like, we both would have contributed about 25% of our income. So mm-hmm. even though 25% for him was significantly was more than mine, it still hit oh. both of us the same. Right. right, yeah, I'm sure Okay. Yeah. That's that's fair. And shout out to you for having um shout out to he both of you. He came up with that. Yeah, he came okay, up yeah. with that. I gotta shout give him credit. Shout out to both of you <laughs> for being able to agree to that. I think it's interesting um about like money type conversations. And also, first I want to say shout out to niggas like that can't relate. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like um one thing I like that women when women say they say men love complaining about the patriarch that they created, and I do mm. think that's a fact because like. I don't even have that type of pressure on myself where I feel like I gotta pay for everything. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just think it's a lifestyle and just how you move, whatever. Like, but like I don't care about that. Like, even if I had the money, I remember talking to a girl and it was like, I bet Savannah don't pay for nothing. I'm like, that ain't cool to me though. Like, it's like she can't pay for groceries. Like, she can't, like, fucking Zori got her own YouTube show. Zori out here making money. Like, Savannah can't do nothing. Like, she can't open a fucking <laughs> restaurant. Like, so, like, to me, it's not it's not attractive to not have no income. So, I just don't get that. So, and with that being said, like, your income could be fucking $10 compared to what I'm making. But I don't like the idea of someone having to ask me for money or that you're not mm. contributing to nothing that I'm doing or whatever. So, that just seems weird to me. Like, so, if we a unit how like how you can't pay for at least 30 percent if i'm making way more money how you can't pay for 30 percent? how you can't pay for the like i always say grocery because like, if you had shop right but you use a my card bitch what the <laughs> like you can't buy the food like, i gotta do everything i'm not even there why are you swiping my car like I, it don't make sense to me so, some, yeah. men, some men look at it uh, the opposite way though and I think it's because they they just want control like they want that's a fact to, like, that's true need them. I think that's, that's more I think cool. that's more times than not too like it's all like romanticized but I think most and I will say my people. ex was controlling and that's part of the reason come why on I king could, no well I'm saying like that's part of the reason I could I didn't want to agree to allow him to pay for everything 
Mm -hmm. um, because I knew that he just had naturally was controlling. That's another reason why he's my ex. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just to piggyback off of that. But that's so interesting that you said the whole patriarchy comment because I've heard that, but I didn't think about it until you just said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 it's, it's, it's where the pressure that men put on themselves. I had a, a, a super long story, uh, shorter. Um, we was talking about a situation <laughs> where a girl could have asked her baby dad from 20 years ago for some emergency money, whatever that her mm-hmm. she didn't have, her kids didn't have, or her ex husband didn't have. And a lot of people was like, oh, you should never ask him. Like, And they cordial. There's no beef around like that or whatever. Never had a situation with the husband, the ex-husband and the baby dad. But the the, ex, the baby dad is way more up financially with him. And a lot of people I was having this conversation with this, this hypothetical, they was like, yeah, you should never ask no matter what. And one dude was like, yeah, like, I'd rather take out a loan from the bank. Like, uh, I'm like, my nigga, like, what? Like, you rather <laughs> go take out a bank loan right. and fuck yourself over than to go to someone that's like, let's say, virtually a millionaire and just right. get, like, bread? Like, y'all niggas probably killing y'all. Y'all are different. So, that's yeah, niggas, niggas put a lot more pressure on themselves and then blame the woman, too. Like, that's true. How they project the pressure. That's so, true. what are the cons of moving in with a significant other? Hmm... I was waiting for this one. You was talking about the pros at first. Uh, <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah, the cons is, you know, sometimes you do just want, you want to be alone. Like, that's just, well, I, you know, I guess it depends on your love language, quote unquote, and how you were raised. Me, I like being alone, like, for sure. Um, so sometimes, I remember sometimes my, my girl, she go to her family house, whatever. She's like, yeah, I'm going to go over there. Uh, I'm going to go see my sister and my mom, whatever. And I'll be like, all right, all right, I'll see you. Cool. Like, I'll see you tomorrow. Versus, let's say, I never I never go to my mom's house like that to spend a night. Let's say I did. She was, oh, my God. I'm going to miss you. I got to sleep in this bed alone. And I'll be like, I'll be knocked the fuck out when I'm in that bed alone. Like, I, I just don't care. Um, So, shit like that. You know, you like just being alone sometimes. Um, did you want her to, un- did you have her understand that about you before y'all moved in? Like, sometimes I need alone time. Or just no, she's she, kind of. She knows, but you know, it is what I said she for the most part, and that's another thing too. Because we both are like have our own things going on. She's in nursing school and she works a lot of times. It's of our schedules that we just don't be next to each other. Like she okay. literally might have something to do, so it just works out. Whatever. I think our like way we operate, it tend, it lends to that. Mm-hmm. Um, how about how are y'all with this? I like kind of answer the question with a question. So I think it's interesting when you when you have an argument. And you got to stay in the house still, though. So, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm the type of person that I've said this before I've ever even had a girlfriend, before I ever lived with a girlfriend, before I ever said I love you. I always said, I don't, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck. Y'all heard that? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. Unless I really did some blatant shit, like you caught me cheating or something. But I don't care what happens, you will never <laughs> kick me out of the house or make me sleep on the couch. Like, never. Mm. I, you're never moving me. Like, never. It's been a couple times, maybe a handful of times, where I say, Are you really annoying the fuck out of me? I'm going to sleep on the couch. And every single time, she'd like, come to the couch. Oh, please come in. You know, being annoying. But like, no, what? you're never going to move me. And like, you can't make me, you can't like dictate how I'm going to feel. Stand your ground, King. Stand your ground. 
And also, I'm infamous for if I if you piss me off, like, cause I really don't like arguing. But once I go there, I'm there. So I'm infamous for like once you got me out of my peace of mind and my zen, like you just don't exist. I might just don't talk to you for like four days straight. Like we just not gonna talk. I'm gonna walk right past you. We still if I had to take you to work the next day, I'm still taking you to work. We're not gonna talk in the car. I don't care. Oh, so you yeah. one of those. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm like that. Like, cause don't get me there. I don't be wanting to go there. But once I'm there, it takes a lot for me to get out of it. It's not even nothing that she can, or someone else could do. I really just gotta get out of myself because you just piss me the fuck off. You don't exist to me no more. So further notice. But um, <laughs> that'd be funny though. This first or... We all in the same house. Oh, well, we're in the same house. I definitely never like told anybody to leave or like mm-hmm. get out of the room when i was younger my dad was telling us how he last made week. a point to try to um <laughs> what <laughs> no not last week when oh, i was okay. a kid my dad tried Why to make it a point so petty? <laughs> <laughs> but he always said how he tried to make it a point to like when we were mad about something he didn't let us like go up and run to our room like he said he didn't want us to get into that habit so I will stay there, and um, I may stay there with an attitude. We may, but we'll be in the same room. I I don't like run off or tell somebody to leave or anything like that. But um, yeah, I have gone to sleep like mad before, but mm. I go sleep mad all the time. <laughs> so you don't believe so, in that? I'm not going to sleep mad. For uh, for me, I, my parents um were married granted my dad was in and out of jail majority of my childhood but Mm -hmm. you know they were still married and something that was big for them Mm -hmm. um that i take into all of my relationships is not going to bed mad at each other Mm -hmm. so it didn't matter what my mom and dad were mad about what the problem was like how it escalated they had to talk it out and they had to figure it out before they went to bed i've heard them up talking arguing till three o'clock in the morning (laughs) so they figured that out so that's something that i have forced in all of my relationships Mm because um a lot of the guys i dated they appreciated that about me because they weren't like that Mm -hmm. um and so it was like i don't want now kind of like you said like if it's like you did something outlandishly disrespectful like you i caught mm-hmm. you cheating on me or you know mm-hmm. something like that then that's different then yeah you probably gonna be sleeping on the couch mm-hmm. um but in reference to just other arguments it's like we had to figure that out and talk it out before we went to bed that night I, I definitely always admire a lot of like just purely logical emotionally intelligent <laughs> type uh, approaches thing. I, I've heard a sentiment, mm-hmm. a sentiment before where they say you and your partner gotta always remember it's not you against, it's not you and them against each other, it's you and them against the issue. Right. And right. I remember one time I literally said to my girl, not in an argument, but I said like, hey, yo, what do you think about this? And she like, that's dumb. I was like, oh, all right, this is not gonna, this is not, I'm not gonna be able to use this in the middle of an argument one day. But, cause like, a lot of times, like, even like, um, yeah, like, because I'm the type, like, I definitely, I, I appreciate that. You know, they, they were talking about it till 3 a.m., whatever. But I just know that's just never going to work with me. Like, it's just impossible because it's really like one, because also the alternative is like, I feel a lot of times, I'm not going to say women, because some people in general, like, once they, once they are heated, I feel nothing progressive can really happen at that point because they just not really processing information properly. So it's like, Everything can keep triggering them and multiple triggers, and then you digressing and other arguments spiral out of that, whatever. So I feel like it needs to be like a cool down moment 
where okay, cooler heads can prevail now. We're not really that mad. Now it's mm-hmm. properly communicate, whatever. But I've been thinking like, if, we, if it's the same day or same matter of hours, like I just don't see it being that likely that we're gonna really get to the root of this because we're still too irritated. And I know me when I get to a certain point, I just don't want to fucking talk to you no more. Like, you just really got me so irritated. And I'm just not even going to say nothing back to you. I'm just going to really just ignore you. And I'm laying down now. It's probably 10 o'clock. And I feel like that's a that's a um, a decision that you both have to make. But one of you really has to enforce it. Because um, mm. even like in my last relationship, it was like we did, like we went at it a lot. Like especially mm. towards the end. We argued a lot. And so what we agreed on is once one of us realizes that we triggered the other one we had to separate so we would give ourselves like anywhere from like 15 minutes to an hour to completely like disconnect from each other whether we were in separate rooms whether we left or whatever the situation was and then once we cooled down we had to talk about it and it took a while for him to adjust to that because he was kind of like how you said when i'm mad i don't want to talk about it but Mm -hmm. because we came to that agreement and like we kind of made a firm stance on it it helped a lot so Like, even though he didn't want to talk to me after a while, because we started doing that, we were able to communicate the issue a lot better. And kind of like, like what you just said, that cliche phrase, but I agree with, it's not us. That's the problem. It's us versus this issue. So Mm -hmm. we were really able to see like, okay, you're not really mad. I just triggered you because of this one statement I made or like, Uh, you know, vice versa type of thing. Cause it's usually what causes that, really is triggers like it's like Mm -hmm. your partner triggered you and then you triggered them back and then after that point y'all can't even like at that point y'all don't even care about the other person's feelings or y'all don't even care about what it is it's like you just need to get your frustrations out so at that point you just need to separate yeah Mm -hmm. that's hard for me though because if i'm mad about something and i have something to say like i want you to hear it you don't get to it but it's good it makes sense to separate but in that moment i feel like you don't deserve to separate right now like you need to hear what I'm yeah <laughs> you yeah, don't deserve <laughs> you don't deserve to separate like you need to hear everything i gotta say yeah. like <laughs> yeah but no i mean try it out for y'all next argument let me know how it goes um but <laughs> It makes sense though. It makes sense. Um, so do you feel like flaws get exposed during like the whole living together? Hmm. Flaws. I think well, I can only speak from my uh situ- uh situation. I can't say flaws got exposed. I guess flaws got uh hindsight became clearer. Cause again, like my like, my, like again, like, I, nobody's perfect. I think the best anybody can get in a great idea, healthy relationship is like a nine out of a ten. You're never gonna find a ten. But I think yeah, even an eight. I think even an eight is healthy. Like they say, the whole shit of like eighty versus twenty rule. Like mm-hmm. if you below an eight, or you might got a sub out. Probably not the one with them. But as long as they at least an eight to you out of a ten, I think you're good. You just gotta deal with the the twenty percent. That's their flaw. Yeah, I was about to say eighty twenty rule. Yeah, like it's cool. Just deal with it. Whatever. If it's if they're truly good for you, good for you and to you. So yeah. my girl, like, again, like her main flaw, the main bulk of the twenty percent is she lives like a crackhead. That is the twenty percent of the flaw. What does that even mean? <laughs> you ever seen New Jack City? Yeah. You no. ever seen Pookie? That segment? No, but like, uh, <laughs> no, but she just wait. Hold. First of all, you never seen New Jack City? 
I have not. Don't judge me. Podcast over. I don't know. There's too many things going wrong in 2020. I just can't stand for this anymore. Like, and of course, I should have known my queen Amber has seen it because she's the good one. God I damn it. I, I'm seeing no, it, but I do think it's overrated, but that's a sidebar. What the? Uh, queen! No! <laughs> Sorry. That's right, Amber. Stand your stance. <laughs> Uh, just but so, what about them. your flaws, though? What what whoa, have any whoa, of your flaws whoa, been exposed whoa. during the relationship? Since you want to talk about her living like whoa, a friendship. oh oh what about fake you? allegiance, fake female <laughs> allegiance. All right, let me tell you a little known secret about me, Amber. So remember, I just said the whole eight to ten, th- eight to nine thing range of people. Mm-hmm. I'm a ten though. Like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> and he really believes that Amber. Don't and, don't think. And your girl would say the night. same. Would she agree? Well, I'm sure. Is she, she is she mad stuff. at me or not when she's answering the question? Because <laughs> no, like, no, like all right. So for, for, I can ask myself, but no, but her flaw really just be the juncture. So like, but all I would say was when I think back when I, I met her, she lived with her sister. When I think back mm-hmm. to how that apartment looked, it did like a crack house at times. So back then though, I kind of just ignored her, thinking whatever. Oh, it's your sister house. You kind of moved in with her or this or this whatever. But, you know, she brought some of that crackish behavior over <laughs> to, to me. And that's really all it is. So like, I kind of knew about it. But, or even she kind of, you should kind of like my old place. Like, I kind of knew about it. But I was like, all right, yeah, it just is more, it makes more sense now. Yeah, Every you know, time you say crack, I just keep thinking of Whitney Houston saying crack is whack. <laughs> it truly is. It truly is whack. Whitney, no, no truer words have ever been spoken. So that was revealed in a sense. My flaws, I can't really say I got like serious flaws. Like it is I, the really way I serious. read. Like no, my flaws be like the way I react to things don't be that healthy. And I can't oh. admit that. But to me, I don't want to say that's a flaw though. Because if you didn't fuck up in the first place, then oh I wouldn't have to be pissed off for six days. Like, it's like, I can't, you, you like, damn, Q, why are you so mad for six days? Bitch, why are you making me mad? Because you want to look like a crackhead for six days. That's the root. Prime example, right? This is how a, 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 a prototype argument would go. I, I, I say I drove, this happened like a couple days ago, literally. I drove her to work. In the afternoon, I went to stop at my mom's house, talked to her for a few hours, came back home. It's like 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock now. Mind you, I probably dropped my girls around like 1 or 2, was out, came back around 7. Kind of me, she met me on the street when I picked her up. So I never walked in the house until now. Come in the house, the light is on. She always tends to just leave lights on for no fucking reason. It pisses me the fuck off. Because the Pico bill already high as shit. Electricity <laughs> bill high as shit. You leaving lights on. So I'm already irritated by that. Cool. Then I see a bunch of clothes on the couch and shit in the bathroom and the bedroom, all type of shit. So that's irritating. Then um, I come, so I go pick her. So I'm already irritated, right? I'm already, blood is already kind of boiling. Multiple times I keep leaving the lights on. I think I got the Pico bill today. She was $200. I'm mad as shit about Ooh. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, nah. I go pick her up, and then she something else happened at night, but I'm already triggered because of these other micro things that I've seen compound on these things being reoccurring issues over time. Now we're in the middle of an argument because I probably did. I reacted to this not in the best of ways because I'm irritated and annoyed, and that's how I might happen or whatever. But at the end of the day, though, if she so didn't your leave flaw the is on, communication. I don't want to say communication. I just want to say. 
I can't think of the word now, but sure, let's go with communication. But <laughs> I think I, say, I, it's definitely I, communication. I, I, I don't want to say communication because I probably communicate when I told you don't leave the fucking light on three months ago and the light still be on. So it was like, I've, I've been communicating that already. <laughs> like, I've been said don't leave the jacket on the couch. Like, I've been said these things. Like, the communication is there. You just deaf. You can't say I don't communicate if you deaf. <laughs> I'm speaking English. You hear yeah, like, like I'm <laughs> communicating perfectly fine. Like <laughs> no, I hear you. So, like the so okay. Speaking on like her flaws versus your flaws, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the negatives that you guys experience living together help strengthen the relationship? Mm, no. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they didn't say, expect that one. <laughs> yo, they. I when uh, I saw. I keep saying funny. A bunch of funny ass posts keep me becoming relevant to this conversation. I saw a funny post the other day when they was like, "I hate when niggas start pregnancy announcements with through our ups and downs." And that be that type of energy, like yo, like yeah, through all the ups and downs, all the crazy. Like Waka, he said. Uh, someone told me that apparently he said about Tammy that his cheating made her better. <laughs> I was, oh someone told me that I was like, "Where he said that?" Well, like we doing an episode on that. <laughs> a lot of people be having that logic. We're like, "Yo, yeah, the bad times made for the good times." Like, I, mean, like, well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go to his extreme, and I mean, I can't answer for y'all, but I would say, mm-hmm. like, the fact that you accept her for her full self, like you know, she's a self, little messy. No, oh my gosh, don't call her that. She. <laughs> It's, it's not that serious. But the fact that you can accept her for that, I feel like that would make y'all a little bit stronger. Like, you know that about her, but you're still with her. And she accepts you for whatever flaws you're not telling us about. Oh. She's still with you. So would you agree with that or no? I would disagree only because I feel like... Because um, I already knew that. Like I said, like, because the foundation was laid already, I was already generally aware of her full dynamic self or what her pro her, her best and her worst of her was. So I can't say those things But now happen. you put up with it. Like you have to you put in your choosing to continue to put up with it. So that's love. Not well, that it's bad. Say, I don't mean to say. Yeah, I can't say it strength it strengthens the love. I feel it shows a testament to it, but I feel okay. that love was already at that capacity already though. It was like okay. I already kind of knew that going into it. It's not like our Jones like at like an eighty percent strength. And now we had like a hundred because, yeah, you never turn the lights off. It was like, we <laughs> really in love now. It's like, no, I was already in that capacity of love. And you just keep testing me. Like, you, you it's like, you doing shit on purpose. Oh, you, oh, you want to see if I can love you more. I see. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. If she, if she didn't live like a crackhead, I would still love her the same. But I, mm, would I love her more? Ooh. Wait a oh my god. Now we talking. So what do you feel? And this is like in general, what do you think a person needs to do before living with a significant other? You got all right, so I'm gonna speak from the man perspective for sure. Two things, like even before we living together, niggas gotta stop letting women grope rope them into relationships. If you don't want to be in a relationship with that girl, do not be in a relationship with that girl. This this man. coming from the same man who said he dated a woman he hated because she looked good. 
First of all, I, I never forgot said that. he said that. Did he say that? Yes, you said I that in the last episode. I never said I dated your girl. I remember that. Not, you not definitely that. said that. Maybe, <laughs> we have to find the audio. I, I, I was about to say, I'm going to actually, I'm going to input that audio right here. First of all, I'm pretty. Just to prove you wrong, because I remember you certain I said I. Y'all be saying shit like that, but whatever. Yeah, but like, for a, a guy, though, for the most part, a dude could be into a girl and he think her personality is just trash. That's like he's going to cover her. <laughs> or he'll smash or be attracted to her still. But, and her personality could be horrible. He literally, I've talked, I messed with a girl before and it literally was painful to talk to her. I was like, yo, you are silly. <laughs> but like, I still went through it because, like, yo, you look good. Women don't really operate that way. Women don't really go that way. I smashed a girl a few times and she had the worst personality I've ever encountered. Like, this is different language here. Like, it's a <laughs> very different language. You know, you put a lot okay. of spice on well, it. You proceed. put a lot of baby back rib sauce on it. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, so, and we were, and we damn sure it wasn't a fucking relationship. God, I'm trying to spice me up. But um, yeah, so just don't be relationship because you're not ready for it. So you want to act out. You want to do certain things. You want to still entertain other bitches. You want to might ultimately cheat, or you want to not give your all to her. You know, she wanting she clearly want to give her all to you in a sense. So it's not a it's not a healthy playing field in a sense. Same with moving together. Don't move in if you're not ready to move in, or you wasn't even ready to be in a relationship in the first place because you're still entertaining bitches. That'd be the wildest thing to me. Like it's one thing to cheat on a girl. All right, cool. It's one thing to regularly cheat on a girl. Are oh, you really wild? It's a whole other thing when you regularly cheat on a girl you live with. I don't understand. It. It's Ooh, like, man, or when you bring the girl in the crib, it's like, nigga. Like, Ooh, I wish my girl would bring a nigga in this space. Like, that <laughs> is a whole other level of disrespect. You must think I'm a whole bitch. I can like, literally I'm a hear pussy. you clapping and like, just going <laughs> word for word. <laughs> he mean every word of this. Like, like it's just certain things you just can't do. Like, so, that alone. Because, like, if y'all, if you are here just acting like that, like, you just don't respect the relationship at all. Because you still, you you too, your mind is wandering too much for that. So, that's first up. Two, you got to realize, I feel finances, because we're in America, make sure finances are in order, uh, make sure, uh, see what y'all, people always talk about love language, fuck all that, what's your financial language like, how you fucking spend money out here and shit like that, one thing I learned about, okay, this is a good one, I think, before I cover this before, one thing I definitely learned about her is that we deal with money differently. For sure, mm. like, and not badly, not bad enough. Whereas, like, I can't trust her, or our unit isn't uh, in worry, shit like that, whatever. But like, and it used to frustrate me, but now I just take it for what it is, because like, I had to adjust to that and be like, all right, cool, it is what it is. Like, when she need money, she still got money. When mm. I need money, I've been broke for a while. Like, I really, I'm down. <laughs> like, I have nothing left to my name. Like, this is like, I have, I am tapped out, whatever type shit. And I'm like, yo, like, yo, can you? Give me ten dollars for two weeks, type shit. That's how I need money. She asked mm-hmm. for money. She got more money than me, type shit. So I had to learn that, and I had to learn that she's just more of a spender than me. She's not a bad type, super bad spender where she out here just blowing everything and not paying her bills or shit like that. But it's like, um, yeah. So it's like I had to learn about that and adjust to that, and to realize I'm a uh, even like I'm just a way better money manager or whatever, and shit like that. So I get your finances in order, get your dick in order, and 
Um, yeah, that's all you need. Get your dick in order and your, and your wallet in order. And you be good to go. That's really all niggas got to get in get together. Yo. It's a quotable. Amber, what would you say? Um, What people need to do before they... Yeah, before they... I would say... Just have experienced probably a little, your independence a little bit. Or maybe that's just for me personally. Like, I um, I enjoy my space, so I feel like if I had never had that time, or maybe I wouldn't enjoy it as much if I never had that time. So I don't know. Um, oh, so you're saying you think it's important to live on your own and experience living on your own before moving in For me, but that may not be for everybody. I respect that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's interesting because now that I like live on my own, it's like the idea of living with somebody just makes me cringe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've heard girls say like they live they live alone for so long they can't imagine finally getting in a real relationship. I'm like, wow, that's that's kind of deep. Like, and I definitely know of plenty of girls that I've met, even dealt with that they were just natural sabotagers. So that's what that thought spoke of to me. It's like you might have dealt, talked to dudes or dealt with dudes. And it could have went somewhere. And because you can't even imagine compromising your space and your and your, your, your living arrangement, it's like, eh, I always want to go to this guy. Is he really that great? Is he really that perfect? You kind of sabotage this whole thing because you're so used to being by yourself. It's, it's, you, could, you could definitely get... I can see someone um, enjoying himself a little bit too much. And then you like, yeah. damn. <laughs> right, yeah. right. That's real. So like, I also don't think nothing's wrong with like... We probably society probably should encourage separate living, separate living together. Though I know an old lady, she been on her mm. dude for like she used to be married. She got divorced. Her and her dude she talked to now, or her and her boyfriend, they like sixty though. Her and her boyfriend now both used to be married, died or widowed, some shit like that. And now they've been together for like twenty years, some shit like that. But they live, they have two separate houses. And they said they both never wanted to get married again. They said, fuck that. And he's like, why? Why move in? You got your own house? I got my own house. And we still spend the night or whatever, but we got our own house still. I was like, hmm. I mean, I've been hearing that a lot recently. At, like, of, um, like even Trevor Noah spoke on that. Like, he was like, if, okay. if he were to get married, his wife would be have to be okay with the fact that they would have two separate households. And oh. I was like, that's interesting. And then I saw that on... Um, Sex in the City. Yes, that's what I was um, thinking. You know, when they were like together and then they started living separately, but it actually helped build their relationship because that's how it kind of started. So it's like when they started living separately, it kind of helped them fall back in love with each other. And I've like always thought about that because I was like, I don't know. I actually wouldn't mind that idea. Mm-hmm. Like ideally, I would like to live with my husband, but I also would like a house big enough where we could have our own space. Right, right, for sure. I yeah, I w- yeah, you got him. I would say I don't know if I would want to live separately, but I would love to have like a whole upper level that was maybe just for me where I could go and chill. Just because, even though I like my space, mm-hmm. I just feel like I would feel like, well, what do you want your space for, like? Why do you need a whole house to yourself? I don't know. Something about that might <laughs> sit wrong and with that you. That wouldn't sit well with you. <laughs> I definitely think it's just, you know, and I'm saying, because it could just be just your personality, which is fine, whatever. I think mm-hmm. it also had a lot to do with most people just condition. They're like, no, like, once you love each other, once you're on the unit, you got to live together. Like, what you mean, separate quarter? It don't make sense. It's against the Bible type shit, whatever. But I definitely, I remember years ago before... Had this girlfriend, this 
uh, live together. My uh, my best friend, he said, yeah, like, I think me and, uh, in the future, my ideal living situation would be, like, two separate bedrooms. And I was like, first of all, because he also a nigga that told me that whenever he go on a date, he gonna, like, say he went to the movies, he would, like, let's say his first date is to the movies. He would, uh, they'd be talking in the line. He would buy the ticket and then step to the side. See, and she would, like, have to buy her ticket. But he just had a bunch of just, like, unorthodox type shit. I like, nigga, you gonna be single forever. Mm-hmm. No, like, you're not but the buy it movie ticket and step aside and just expect her to be like, oh, okay, I'll buy my ticket now. Like, no girls. Oh, my God. And he just so plans he, to do that? Like, he just enjoys doing that? I'm not sure if he ever actually did it, but he said it back then. And I was like, nigga, that's never going to work. So, and he's like, why can't we go Dutch and a bunch of just shit like that? And so when he said the bed thing, I'm like, nigga, you fucking stupid. Like, fuck you mean going to have a whole separate bedroom? Mind you, this is really years ago. But now I look back, going, I'm like, hey, he might have been a visionary. And I've learned that that's more common than I think. Like, I saw a, a picture of a house where they had, like, a bridge. Like, they had, like, two houses, and it was, like, a little mini bridge between it. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. And I saw people, yo, this is my dream house <laughs> where you can have your own separate side. I got my own separate side. But it, it didn't look like some type of, like, Drake-type mansion. It was really, like, not like a row home, but it wasn't that crazy looking and shit. But it had a bridge between it. So I definitely think... I not saying I wouldn't like I would try to instill it. Like, I'm not if, if I had all the money tomorrow, I don't think I would go out and look for that or try to do it. But I definitely wouldn't be against it by any means. <laughs> like okay. if I had a separate bedroom or a separate wing, like that'd be kind of fire. Yeah, I think too. I saw that growing up where like every house that I've ever lived in with my parents, my dad had to have his own man cave. And my mom had to have her own space. And I feel like it helped a lot because they both just needed, you know, their own space type of thing. So, yeah, I don't know if I could do a situation where, like, we in, like, a little one-bedroom apartment. But I think I could do it if it's, like, a two-bedroom and, like, you got your own space, I got my own space. (laughs) Yeah. If y'all have separate houses, would you go over and clean for her and then she come over and cook for you? (laughs) <laughs> Yo, the way he That's a valid question because I was yeah, gonna I see, ask. Go I ahead. see what she tried to do there, but like, nah. <laughs> like, cause so it's funny because what I was literally about to say wasn't like we used to have a one bedroom. Now we have a two bedroom place, and I soon we moved in. I told her that Yo, that whole other bedroom you can turn that's your closet. Like you can just have that whole shit to yourself. We and she has a we both have two separate wardrobes. Plus mm-hmm. the closet in each room. Hey, so put your wardrobe in there. You want a closet in a whole room, shit like that, whatever. Granted, fast forward, I literally just like a couple weeks ago, she never unpacked anything, and I didn't <laughs> do that shit too. I, had, I moved everything in there and told her, "Yo, unpack everything and this and that." Fucking four months later, never fucking did the shit. She was living out of fucking box like a fucking scoundrel, fucking savage, and all type of dumb shit. But I had to unpack. Literally, we had made a whole bet to do it. It was a whole fucking crazy ass situation. I ended up being pissed the fuck off the whole day. Back was hurting late. It took me over six hours to unpack everything, put it in the closet and everything. So to answer your question, though, fuck no, I'm not cleaning that other side (laughs) of the house. But I just wouldn't care. That looks like a fucking hoarding crack house, though. Just don't bring that shit over to my side. And I'll just clean the kitchen on my side. Yeah, that's fine. Got you. Or yeah, I'll clean, if she want to cook on her side, yeah, I'll clean the kitchen on her side. Just don't touch the kitchen on my side. Yeah, that, that'll work. Okay. So with le- living together, do you guys have specific responsibilities? Like she cooks, you clean. 
Mm-hmm. She, you know, does this, you take out the trash, like, or whatever the situation is. Like, how do y'all do that? So I'm, a, I'm a, so first I'm going to ask y'all in a relationship, let's say from now moving forward, your next relationship, do y'all know y'all role? Do I know? My like role? in the household? In generally, how do you, what does that question mean to you? Do you know your role? Like, I know what I'm good at mm-hmm. and what, what I have to offer. Mm-hmm. If that's what you mean. Is that what you mean? Mm, I'm waiting for Venice. She ain't say nothing yet. I don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I mean, niece. yes and no. Like, because I, I don't know where you're going with that. Because it's like, <laughs> in the sense of like living together, for example, I know I'm probably going to be the one who's going to be cleaning um, mm. like most of the house. But he's going to have to be the one who deals with the bedroom. I'm probably going to end up being the one who cooks more. But I'm going to like prefer him to because to me as a woman, I don't feel like if a man lives in the house, I should have to take out my own trash. So mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to have to be responsible for that role. I would prefer for him to be responsible for like cutting the grass and things of that nature. I grew up mm-hmm. doing all those things, but I would prefer him to handle all of that. Um, but different things like that. So I don't know what you mean in that sense. Like, it, okay, mm. so I like both those answers. Shout out to y'all. Y'all get queen points, both of y'all. Um, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So, I typically, when I've ever seen women respond to that, or even when, if I ask it, they have like negative connotations or, or, or respond to that, like, what you mean? I know my role. You think I'm a child or like some weird thing. But I feel like in relationships or even in life as well, everybody has a fucking role or roles. Like, and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Like, and I think that's how units work fucking properly. Like, Steph Curry, not fucking Duncan. Like, this, he has a role. Um, so yeah, I agree with y'all. Like, and I also I also feel men typically don't have an issue with just doing our roles. Like, we not but to be like, yo, I'm done taking out the fucking trash. Like, no, I understand. I'm taking out the fucking trash. Like, it's cool. Like, it's like I feel when I've seen like seen like women be having like they be having these weird like re- rebellious type moments of like, oh gosh, I've been cooking every day for five years. You can't start cooking now, no, bitch. That's you. Like, you learn to cook here or whatever. Um, so, yeah, so I definitely believe in just having roles. Um, or, uh, well, like, I think I feel- that is fair, though. Like, if I'm cooking uh, every day, there we go. like, I mean, I, I would just appreciate it. Like, I wouldn't expect it, but I would appreciate if, like, he would take on that responsibility. Like, so the- maybe one night or something like that, you know? That's the problem. None of y'all cooking every day. So, I ain't trying to hear it. So that, that goes out the window. <laughs> Are you cooking every day, Queen? No. I, that's why I don't have a family yet. Maybe when I have a family. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. cooking every other day. But I'm not okay. cooking every day. So every other day would mean Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Saturday. So that's three days. That's three days, I would say, right? Yeah, well, I do cook some every Sunday, though. So four All right, days. so that's four days total. I give mm-hmm. you a two and a half. On that, that's, that's, that's <laughs> what I predict happening, whatever. And if you don't do it now, you're not going to do it with a family. You're going to do it even less, I think. I think that's how it typically goes. Because mm. more distractions happen, more things get overwhelm you, distract all type of shit, whatever. Um, and that's final. I really think if someone cooks three times in a week, that's good. Like, you got leftovers, y'all can order it out, whatever. Like, I think that's fine. Like, it wants people that, it's the people that cook one or two. Like, all right, yo. 
You cook, you cook Monday? Like, that's it? Like, that's all you we got? You cook two Mondays? Like, that's all? It, it's Saturday. Like, it's like, what do you got to complain for? Like, this. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, so, but, um, yeah, so, like, my, like, my girl. She really active retarded sometimes because she literally knows I can't cook. Like I don't know nothing about cooking, and I can I have no shame in it. I can't do nothing. <laughs> so she really saying you I can. No, I really can't. I really can't. I really can't do anything. You can make some spaghetti or something. Nah, I'm, honestly, Amber, I've changed anything. my mind on that because I have a friend, and it's a woman who <laughs> almost burned a house down making. <laughs> So after that, I was like, you know what? When somebody says they can't cook, I'm just gonna believe them. Like I'm not even gonna challenge it. Like, oh, wow. like it was to the point where spaghetti, like what? Right. Girl, bacon is that's way multiple more things. Yeah, at least mm-hmm. bacon is like one thing on a pot or a pan or whatever. Like, and when I say I'm not exaggerating, like they literally had the fire department at their house. Like wow. she almost know? burned the house down making bacon. So I was like, I mm-mm. Yeah, spaghetti. Well, it's ahead, funny. Q. People say spaghetti and I have no idea why people say that's even easy. I can't even wrap my mind around it. You got it's boiling sauce, noodles. noodles. You got ground turkey with other shit you in brown, it sometimes. It's browning meat. You push some meat around a pan. It's really not hard. I, nah, I promise man. you could do it. You got you got two different pans. Anyway. <laughs> oh, but, um, so she literally knows I don't know how to do anything. She was like, you should not go cook breakfast for me today. Bitch, what? What is, like, are, are you going to fucking... Clean, are you going bowl of cereal? Yeah, like what? But I, but I have no problem with. I clean the tub every time, and I do the laundry every week, and I oh, do okay. the dishes. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling. She will try to deny it because, like, for instance, last week she finally did the laundry. She's literally probably we were together for three years now. I'm giving her points. I'm rounding up. She did the laundry ten times tops in three years. Which is fine. I literally do not care because I do it. Like it's not right. a big deal to me. But she'll do it once and be like, "See, I told her to do laundry, so you can't cook for me now, bitch." And then how about this? When she did the laundry, she never even. But I mean, clothes. she did the laundry ten times in three years. How many times have you cooked in three years? Mm, good question. First of all, that's not a good question. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good question, question because I'm rounding up. Really, it's probably like four. four four or six but whatever oh now let's, it's let's, four let's right right now it went from ten to four okay <laughs> i said i was rounding up but whatever i'm a king i'm gonna give my my queen points <laughs> even when i don't have to but oh let's say whatever it was the point is the last time she just did a couple days ago she was like I'm he still didn't you. answer the question i'm a i'm a whole i'm gonna answer it <laughs> he said i'm gonna fold it i'm gonna fold the clothes tonight Man, the first it took her three days to finish washing the clothes, but she kept falling asleep and finishing the load. I had to do a load over. That's one thing. Then she finally finished the load. She said, I'm gonna fold them tonight. Then turned to I'm gonna fold them tomorrow. Then it was like, I'm gonna fold them tomorrow. Then I'm gonna, then eventually I had to fold the clothes. So I'm like, you didn't even really do the clothes for her. You didn't do the laundry for her for real. So I'm not rolling. She don't get points for that. Now, how many times I've cooked? One time. In I, three years. No, no. One time I cooked fish tacos with her, but I led the charge. But okay, she definitely did it with me. That's impressive. You can do fish yeah. tacos. You can do spaghetti. No, right? literally, I could not do the fish tacos right now without her. I have no idea what we did. I don't know. Um, I don't know what oil was used in the pan. All I know was I don't know what happened. Um, two, I made my mom's famous oatmeal one time. I forgot already. Uh, okay. And yeah, that's all. 
I believe. That's that's all I've ever done in, in three years. So what though? No shame. That's not my role. That's not my role. She never mm-hmm. has to wash clothes for as long as we're together because that's not her role. She chooses to, out, to be out here at the three-point line shooting threes. I don't ask that of you. That's not Yo, your job. Get in the paint. That's all you got to do. Get in the paint. Like That's my job. I'm out here. With it being that you don't cook, if she didn't cook, would you have seen yourself like moving in with her and having a serious relationship? Never. Okay, so you think basically all that's the a necessity have to be... for you. Yeah, I, that's like a necessity, like sucking dick. Okay, I mean so that's fair. All that's the, fair. everything that y'all need as a household, I guess, just has to be there in some way. Like somebody has to be able to do laundry. Somebody has mm-hmm. to be able to. Also, I'm the one that generally goes shopping too, like for the house. Wow, that's interesting. Okay, like she picks, she picks up because she, she like sometimes she just think of random shit, or she's like an impulse buyer. Like she'll just buy shit, but I'm the one that keeps the list, and I'm the one that will go and plans and you know shit like that. And also, that's I'm awesome. the one. Yeah, like yo, like y'all don't, y'all don't know, man. I need to hear from her perspective. Right. It oh. <laughs> may sound a little different. I was gonna say, I'm not buying all this. Like you, you selling yourself real high right now. Like I understand. You out like, here can't make spaghetti, but you can cook fish tacos and leave the cook. Like but look no. at it, but look at it this way. I'm transparent. I said I couldn't do it again. Like I, I have no problem saying what I can't do, like saying my limitations. But when I'm going to talk about the shit I can do, but nobody will give me credit for it though. Like, they're going, they're going to ignore when I knock myself. But when the king, nobody like, nobody like when kings praise themselves. They just can't believe it. It's unbelievable. Right. It's it's cool, man. So has the quarantine changed anything for your relationship? Mm. No, well, actually, you know, before you answer that, are you both? Because you said you have to go to work. So, yeah. are both of you in the house right now, or like y'all? No, she at work. I took her to work today. Oh, okay. So, okay. So that's mm-hmm. different then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it, it worked to like we're not so cooped up because she's at work, and um, I think this this week I was at work certain days and she was home because the way her schedule was. So, like, you know, we've had time to be to ourselves. It wasn't really that often we were home at the same time throughout the whole day. But, um, yeah. So, if y'all like were said, forced to quarantine together, do you think it would have changed anything? Honestly, no. Like, we, we are pretty good. You know, as long as we're not mad already. Like, you know, right mm-hmm. now I'm kind of pissed off at it. Like, again, we didn't, we didn't talk in the car ride today. <laughs> that is so but, the light. So Get over the light. Like, so it's not, I just got the Pico bill. I just got it. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Like, I've been telling you to turn Let these lights go. off all month. Like, you literally. Like, literally. And this is what happens. Like, it's not like I'm just like out here playing or being just anal. Like, yo, this shit is really the highest Pico bill I ever got in my life. Right. This is just out of pocket. But, um, uh, yeah, like, we, we are, as long as we're not mad about some other shit, as far as saying, like, we are totally fine with it. We cool. We like been, I like we we been shows well as long as I pick the show, her taste is kind of trash that falls in twenty percent. Her taste in uh, shows is kind of trash. Wow! Like what's a trash um, show that she likes in your opinion? Yo, like she be watching. She finds every white show I've never heard of. I be like, what? like she's watching shit called Dynasty at one time. And I be like, that the old soap opera? No, that's uh that's Dallas, I believe. Dynasty is like a from what I looked at a few times I was walking past it's like a white empire. And I was like, 
Uh, Black Empire is trash. Why are you watching the white version of it? Like I so, did. So like shit like that. And like she she just like watching a lot of white trash. Like just all those fucking oh, I can't think. I just I always see white people on the screen. I'm always just baffled by it. Like and if I don't recognize it, it's it's trash. Like there's plenty of white white good shit. But yeah, she watched me. But um like we just watch, we, we we binge Tiger King together. That's good white trash right there. <laughs> but, uh, I need to finish that still. I always yeah. through. <laughs> yeah, we, so we've been shows together as well. And, you know, if she got to go do some homework or something, she'll do that. She got to do a Zoom or FaceTime. Like, I go in the bedroom. Like, I'm usually when I'm in the bedroom, she wants to stay up. Yeah, we good. We, we operate well together. Like, we cool. Quarantine. So, to- what tip? Oh, now I was going to say, what tips do you have for other couples who are like forced to live together during this quarantine who like, may be in a circumstance where they can't, you know, go out to work mm-hmm. or separate. Like, they're, like, in home. If, y'all, if you can't stand to be around each other, you shouldn't be together. Like, mm. I'm, I, I, like, nine and a half times out of ten am on the hill about that statement. Like, it's like maybe some wiggle room or new gray room nuance, but I'm almost 100% sure that, yeah, you can't stand to be around someone, y'all probably shouldn't be together, which is fine. Like, I really think there's more relationships that are a thing than should like a lot of niggas should be single like a lot of these relationships shouldn't be a thing like y'all can date and talk but y'all probably shouldn't be together like it's not it's not the end of the world everybody isn't meant to be in a real committed exclusive relationship like it's not Mm. that deep um yeah so i think it should be easy i don't think even tips are really involved if if anything maybe it's like yo y'all don't need to be cooked on each other all the time like, it's cool to yeah. separate, you know, let her go in the kitchen or let him go in the living room this time or, you know, do a chore, like, go clean the fucking bathroom while she's watching TV. Like, just get away from each other and shit. Someone put some headphones on. But, you know, that should kind of already be established the way I moved, though, I feel. Uh, but mm. I saw a post the That's other day. That's valid. I never thought of that. I saw a post the other day said some shit like, I'm going to see what y'all think about it. So I'm going to read it. Because women just love being so dramatic with these posts and love languages and all this shit. And I was looking at <laughs> it like, ah, like, I mean, this sounds good, but yeah. So it's like, <laughs> all right, y'all ready, ladies? Mm-hmm. We're ready. It said, <laughs> it said, I need intimacy, man. I need intimacy, man. Not even sex, but like skin to skin. Let me inhale your exhale. Let me hold you. Let me listen to you and gain understanding. Teach me some shit. Let me read to you. Write about you. Let me just study you. I want to know you in and out. I want to know you on a soul level. And I'm just like, that's great. Like, yes, all those type of feelings are valid. No, I'm not. I'm not. But, bitch, you sound exhausting. Like, just leave me alone. Like, what's that you talking about? You want to inhale my exhale and you want to write to me? Like, leave me alone. I feel a lot of people say, let me read to you. Now, that's that's different. All right. You ain't my niece. You ain't my nephew. Like, I'm not. It's weird. Yeah. But people be having, if they can't, like, articulate that, they be having those type of thoughts or impulses. Like yeah, we just gotta, and then, but they will say like, but that's my love we language just got- Like that's my love language. They're like, no, you really just annoying. Like just leave me alone, please. Like it's like this is too much. That's I clingy. feel their energy, that's but that yeah, it, that it, yeah, it was a little much. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I think this is a good place to wrap up the uh, living mm-hmm. together. 
I think we went into depths on this and I like what you said at the end. I think that's a lesson for everybody. If you're struggling right now with living with your partner, maybe y'all just shouldn't be together, you know? Like you should <laughs> It's really simple. Maybe. Like don't overthink it. Like, like you know what I mean? Like maybe it's just not a good fit, you know? Because mm-hmm. and that's, okay. that's very valid. That's very yeah. valid. So we're gonna come right back with some listening letters. And let's go. It's time to spill the tea on our segment, Ask, Sip, and Spill, where you can send us letters and we spill the tea. You can submit your letters on our website, sipandspills.com forward slash contact. Again, that's sipandspills.com forward slash contact to submit your advice letters. Also, join us on our Instagram at sippinspills for our Two Cent Tuesdays. Now, let's get into it. Welcome back, guys. We're here with another segment of Ask, Sip, and Spill. Uh, We're still here with Right on Q Live. He's going to give us the male perspective to some of these letters because King, I prefer King perspective. I'm sorry, some King King perspectives. Shout out to the full Kings out there. Hey, now. (laughs) So the first letter (laughs) we're going to do, this is a woman who's 26 years old and a man, her husband, who's 29 years old. So the title of the letter is My husband hinted that we don't have sex enough and it destroyed my confidence. Destroyed. Let's go into it. Um, So she starts off with throw away for obvious reasons. I still don't understand what that means. Like what does that mean? Obvious reasons. Like period? Like that's the end of the sentence? (laughs) Yes, that's that's the first sentence in the letter. Throw away for obvious reasons. Yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. All right, well, moving on. So she goes, background. My husband and I have been married for six months after dating for two and a half years. We've lived together for most of this time. I've been in grad school for a year, and it has affected our sex lives a little bit. Oh. I'm constantly tired slash stressed, oh, but I have God. made an effort to stay active and exercise regularly. My oh. husband has gained about 40 pounds. Oh, wait a minute now. 40 pounds. Um, Since we met. trash. Okay. Right. Um, He's gained 40 pounds since we've met and never exercises. Mm. Okay. I've asked him before to start exercising for his health, and he said he would, but never did. I must admit, I am less attracted to him, but I love him dearly, and having a little less sex really never bothered me. We still have sex at least once a week, which is down from about twice a week. He's <laughs> never mentioned that he was unhappy before. He was. So now we fast forward. <clears throat> anyway, several nights ago, we were having a casual conversation, and I noted that we never used the remote head to lift the remote head lift on our new bed that we could and that we could start watching television in bed instead of getting sleepy on the couch. My husband says sarcastically in quotations, "Yeah, that's what we need to be doing more of in bed, watching TV." <laughs> no, he meant that. <laughs> and he said, <laughs> um, <laughs> we, "We don't typically have communication issues, but his comment took me by surprise." And I didn't really know what to say, so I just went to sleep. It has been- <laughs> what? 
has been nearly two weeks. Wait, hold up, fucker. Hold up. Hold up. Like, I'm, I'm still on her side, but this is the fucking problem. He, I already know he's been said, yo, we, we, don't, we don't fuck enough. Cool. We used to fuck two times a week. That wasn't enough, but I dealt with it. Now it's less than that, so I'm really pissed off now. So he said that. Now he dropped the pretty clear hint that we don't fuck enough. And instead of doing something right here, you go to sleep. <laughs> Bitch, what the fuck? Like, yo, I hate it here. I hate, it here. <laughs> hate to see it. <laughs> um, it has been nearly two weeks and I can't get his comment out of my head. Even now that I know he's unhappy. Uh. I can't bring myself to fix the issue because my self-esteem has plummeted and I really don't feel like having sex. How do I move past this and get my confidence back? Wow. All right. So this is like, I'm glad I went this first. This is way more interesting than I thought. (laughs) I think the root of the real issue is she's just not attracted to him no more. Mm-hmm. I think I that's agree. really all it is. And now she's kind of projecting it onto herself because she can't figure it out. And now she's like, my self esteem is low. And da, 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 da. I'm like, no, you're just not attracted anymore. Which I think is fair. If he gained 40 pounds and it wasn't like a good 40, because some people can gain like a, a manageable 40. And you're like, all right, you definitely not in shape anymore, but it's cool. But that shit just went tragically wrong. You look trash now, nigga. 40 pounds is a lot. It happens. It happens. 40 oh. pounds is a lot. Like, no, like it's always a lot. Like you gain weight, even twenty pounds would be a lot. I was gonna but, say twenty pounds is a lot. No, so forty, you that's for sure. a whole lot. Like mm-hmm. I told you, I already have this. What's it called? Dysmorphia. <laughs> Our body dysmorphia. Yeah, that that thing. Um, so I'm definitely very like I'm all about fitness and working out, and I refuse to ever be fat. I'm with you there, but you know, you know, look, he probably just looked trash. Drop the nigga, divorce. It happens every day, B. And, uh, yeah, it's cool. Your marriage is over. It's okay. Wow. Okay. I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> Dang. Amber, I'm going to let you go first. What, what do you have to say? I would say, like, we often hear about the other side of the situation. Like, the woman gains weight, and then she's insecure because she feels like her husband may be unattractive. So, I feel like she should cut him a little. Like, that's your husband, for better or worse. He gains some weight. Huh. Try to help him. I know she's saying he refuses to exercise and you say that you communicate, but have you told him like how the 40 pounds is bothering you in the nicest way that you can do something about that. And in the meantime, don't just like leave him alone because that's going to cause a problem. Like you can't Mm -hmm. just say, Oh, you're unattractive to me. That's your husband. I feel like she needs to do a little bit more than just go to sleep. Yeah. What do you think? I have several issues with this letter. Oh, (laughs) I don't know where to begin. Um, so let's start with the 40 pounds. That to me is a huge problem because uh-huh. I hear what Amber is saying in sense of women gain weight and get insecure. But typically when I hear that, it's because she had kids. So that's understandable. It's like why though, she gained that weight. No shame. It could be for all kinds of reasons. No, but I'm saying like. I hate the kid excuse. I'm tired of shit. I hate it. Your kid, fifteen years old. I don't want to hear. No, I'm not. About no, that's different. That's different. That's different. That's different. I'm talking I don't about. I guess. About it 
I guess I'm so I'm speaking of like a lot of the times I've heard that from women who just had a baby or like it's like they had a baby within the last one to two years. Like mm-hmm. to me, that's reasonable, like for her to, you know, gain more weight, especially if you're having kids after kids after kids. Like if you're on baby number three, yeah, that baby weight's gonna take a little longer to get off. Like I get that. Mm-hmm. But in this sense, it's like you actively exercised and He's gained 40 pounds. You've expressed to him that he should exercise. He says he will, but he won't. And so, but he wasn't for, he wasn't 40 because she said, basically he has gained 40 pounds since we met. So when y'all were dating before y'all got serious, he was keeping himself up. And now that he's comfortable, he doesn't feel the need to keep himself up. And that's the issue that I have. And I think it's also fair for men to have that same, I mean, issue with women. Because it's like, if I was keeping myself up to a certain standard when we first met, I think it's fair for you to feel a type of way if I'm not doing that as our relationship progresses. And I feel the same way with him. Like, that's a problem for me. And I hear you, Amber, in the sense of maybe he's going through a depression and maybe he's going through different things. But I do think she struggles in communication. Because even the sense of kind of like what y'all said with this whole when he said, yeah, that's what we need to be doing more in bed. That's what we need to be doing more of in bed, watching TV. And mm-hmm. she went to sleep. Like, no, you talk about that. Like, you don't just mm-hmm. let that just die. And then she's talking about it's no, been two weeks. She don't talk. She sucks <laughs> dick. Right there. That's what you do. I hate but it here. If, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I, I agree with what Q said in the sense of I don't think she's attracted to him anymore. And so mm-hmm. it's like, so right, maybe, sure. no, maybe I don't want to like give you head in that moment, but I think Facts. that they should communicate what the problem is. Like you're married at this point, you know? So there's, there's a way to word things in a respectful way to get your point mm-hmm. across. But um, yeah, I definitely, that 40 pounds thing is a big problem for me. Yeah, like, yeah. Cause uh, when yeah. you're depressed, I understand you gain weight, but again, there's a difference between 20 pounds and 40. 40 is a 40. significant gain. Especially, like, that's a lot. Especially, I'm assuming, because you said, I think they only spent together two and a half, three years total at this point. So, I'm assuming he gained 40 pounds in, in half the time. Well, they've been together three years, because they were together two and two a half years, years before they got married. And they've been married for six months. So, yeah. Okay, three years. So, I'm assuming he only gained, he gained 40 pounds in a year and a half. Around that's that what I'm taking it that's, as, that's, basically. That's, yeah, that's a lot of weight in that span. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I guess I'm, right, I'm gonna expound on my answer to fix this issue. She gotta go to her king and say, Yo, I know I've been telling you that you need to lose weight and work out like me, da da da, but it's affecting me and it's an issue. Don't say the word I'm unattractive no more, you ugly, ass, mm-hmm. you ugly ass fat boy. Yeah, Don't definitely say not. Yeah. Just say. Because, you know, back to, to Amber's first point about it's usually the woman. I feel that is common. And I don't think men get enough credit. Like, they always use, like, the Tyler Perry effect. And uh, <laughs> and when I get married, yeah. they try to paint every dude with a fat wife or a, a wife that gained weight as him. Like, he just be laughing at you, calling you fat when you can't fit on the airplane show that. When I've seen her, most men have way more patience and way more catering and type gentle care because you love your girl you love your wife so like and we are know women deal with periods and kids and all type of shit where your bodies are just naturally so y'all shit fluctuate the time so we understand that that's gonna come with it whatever 
and we are carry mm-hmm. weight is way different from men. So men, we and men, according to y'all, also we fuck anything. So it don't take a lot for <laughs> us to be like, yo, like I'm just not attractive no more, and blah, blah. so we probably gave you so much leeway and like, yo, how about you go to the gym this time with me, or like, how about we do this together? Like, oh, we don't need to do this. So before we get to the breaking point of like, yo, like my dick not even get hard no more, <laughs> or like mm-hmm. I don't want to do this no more. So she probably sh- and I'm so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her the same benefit of doubt because she seemed like she she do love this man whatever I, yeah. I suppose so she probably has been giving him hints so I think maybe she should probably say now yo I've been I've been telling you need to lose weight and been working now we at this breaking point at this at this uh this fork in the road you gotta lose your weight and I gotta be more sexual but I can't be more sexual if man no fuck all this shit. It's our fault. I just remember they only fuck two times a week. This shit fall in the first place. That's but why. He, that's say... why why he fat now because he <laughs> wasn't fucking him enough. So yeah, oh go back but to wait, that. Wait. So I will say because I was going to bring that up, but then I forgot. She did say that he never mentioned that he was unhappy before. So I do have to put that on him huh. because you, you need to communicate that you know you're you not fully meeting my sexual needs, you know, like right. type of thing. Cause I mean, I do think I don't even understand to me if I'm like, if we're together and we live together and we're not having sex at least four times a week, I don't even think you love me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like the fact, no, you girl, don't I'm just being honest. No I just, I genuinely just don't think you love me. So it's like two times a week. Okay. Maybe I just have a little bit of a higher sex drive. I don't know, but I think that should have been addressed, period, across the board. Like, and clearly he never brought it up. So, because he didn't bring it up and she was satisfied, she maybe not didn't think that it was a problem. Yeah, yeah I'm that was weird. That, that was, yeah. Yeah. Amber, are you, are, 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 do you, are you, Denise, are saying? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think that that was like strange from the start, and they're newly married. So yeah, like I this is what you're supposed to be like having bang, sex bang, like bang. rabbits. You know what I'm saying? Like this is insane to me. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god! And then she talking about grad school, girl. I'm in grad school, and sex relieves me. Like sex relieves my stress. So I don't I understand. You. I can't relate. I can't relate. I she said he. She said he didn't verbally complain, but. I'm, he, there might have been other ways he yeah. was suggesting it should happen exactly. more often. Like she didn't need to just look for the words. Yeah. Go ahead, Key, what were you gonna say? Um, I would say I feel I think that that might be a woman thing. Like I feel like women typically reach for excuses for shit. Like when it needs something dynamic. Like I know a, I, I ain't gonna say it. I actually just heard uh, I listened to a podcast and there was a couple in there and they and the woman was saying like yeah you know my sex drive is higher than his and. He don't da da He don't. I be tired. I work hard. I just hate that type of language. Like nigga, that shit don't got nothing to do with me. I don't give a fuck about your job, really. I don't give a fuck about your school. I don't give a fuck what you got going on here. In our household, this is like I don't care, and I can't see myself ever being like, yo, this is going on, and this is going on. I don't feel like giving you dick, or like, what? Like, what the guy do with me? Like, I'm a whole other individual. Like, I have sexual needs or energy. I'm talking for a man and a woman. It's like, I just hate those type of excuses. Like, I'm in grad school or this and that. All right, well, I'm going to go fuck somebody else then. You was, if you're so busy in grad school, like, you being, that's me, that's just selfish. I think that's selfish type uh, language and pattern building to be like, oh, what is going on? So, like, no, like, I feel that that's a good enough reason. 
to me to, to leave a void here. Like, I got grad school, so I'm not going to cook. Or I got grad school, so I ain't going to do this. Or I, like, no, you got to tend to your partner at all times, no matter what. Of course, there's nuance and gray areas for certain mm-hmm. times, but mm-hmm. if this is three-year period, this sounds like a commonplace narrative. Like, well, I'm in grad mm-hmm. school. I got this. And when she's going to be done school, then she's going to say, well, I'm just tired at work. I don't want to hear all that shit. Like, no, we in a relationship, tend to your partner, or someone else will. Drop mic. <laughs> so yeah, I don't care what I'm doing. I told my, I told my girl that years ago. If I ever say more than two times in a row, I'm like fucking, I'm clearly cheating on you. That's never going to happen Ooh, ever in life. Dang. Okay, like, well, never. Dropping gems. Like, He's dropping like, gems. A gem. No, I go. Yeah, yeah. I, I go say this for every guy. You know, again, I just like I said, I just heard an episode where the dude said that shit. You know, and she, the girl, was saying, yeah, I always want more sex than him. And well, I mean. That. I can see that though because the older women get, the higher our sex drive is, and the older right. men get, the lower jaws get. But Very also true. too, you have to keep in mind that you work out, and usually when men work true. out, then the older they get, they're able to keep up with a woman's sex drive at that point. And in this sense, her man's not working out; he gained forty pounds. Uh, so maybe he yeah. was content with twice a week, but once a week was just like. The, the mm-hmm. cherry that broke the camel's back, or however that phrase goes. But yeah, it was mm-hmm. just. Um, but she trash though, cause she work out with her trash ass stamina. Yeah, I don't understand. I can't relate to that. I'm sorry. I just, I really can't. I like, am bad. I, I just, and she said she been in grad school for a year, living this sex. I mean, sex once a week life. Like I, I'm, I can't. I can't. I couldn't do it. I really couldn't. Like, I could, but that's me, you know. But regardless, homegirl. The issue in your relationship is communication. It has nothing to do with your confidence. I mean, I understand you feel less confident and maybe you're putting this on yourself, whatever the situation is. Yeah. But the issue across the board, and I think that all three of us agree on, is y'all clearly have a communication problem. Mm-hmm. And maybe y'all are uncomfortable with having uncomfortable conversations. But when you're married, that's what's going to keep you moving is by having those uncomfortable conversations. So you Thanks. need to go, maybe, you know, go up. Catch him off guard, give him some spontaneous head, and then right that. after that, maybe y'all can discuss like, okay, listen, boom. I feel oh. like it's a great way to go about it. You might have cracked the you might have cracked the <laughs> matrix. I've never even thought of that. I was but see, you took it to <laughs> we was on the same page, and you flipped a whole other chapter. I wasn't even ready for the page flip. I was about to say, rule of thumb, however many times you suck dick, double that, and then divide it. Yeah, where that math. No, the point is. I was about um, to say, wait, what type of <laughs> equation is this? Point is, if you ever feel like you do, because women, I, a lot of women, I've always dealt with, which I've seen in general, be like, oh, what's wrong? You good? Like, it's always like they try to like uh, assume or predict like if something's wrong. Like, no, bitch, it's totally fine. Maybe think about something else got nothing to do with you, whatever. But if you think that, suck my dick. Like, whatever you think, or whatever you may think, something's going on in my mind, just give me some head. Like, whatever it was, whether it was you or what did you. That just alleviated immediately, whatever. So I feel that's something to keep in mind. And also keep in mind, however many times you suck dick, how many times were random? And if it wasn't at least half, majority, double that, whatever. But to your point, though, I never even thought about if a girl gave me some crazy head and then Spontaneously. Was like, so, it has no, to be spontaneous. Yeah, for sure. Spontaneous crazy head. And then was like, yo, I was thinking... I might be the most open or understanding or be able to listen uh, 
I can't think of the phrasing, but just way of thinking at the time ever possible. You gave me some yeah. crazy head. I'm willing to listen to communicate about anything right now. I'm so I'm appreciative. I'm uh, <laughs> alleviated, relieved. <laughs> I can hear better now because I'm unclogged. Like what? Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. No, because I just cool. feel like it's like he clearly is sexually frustrated. So mm-hmm. the best way to go about this conversation is to spontaneously catch him off guard with some head. And, and then, you know, after he gets his nut off, then go into like, okay, you know what? I think we need to talk. Wow. If you know, most men hate that adjourn. They hate that approach. I think we need to talk. We should already get on, on guard and defensive. Like, oh, my God. We need to talk or whatever. But if you if you leave with the head, he might Like, give like, him Whoa. some lunchtime head. Don't nobody expect head during lunch. Mm. And, and we quarantine. So I'm, I'm truly together. amazed by this. Like, oh, I might gotta, <laughs> I might gotta give you a shout out. Like, yo, fellas, <laughs> better. Hey, hey, this one. Ben Simmons, <laughs> you don't know what you left. You don't know what you I left. Can't, I'm done. Yeah, this right, is, she knows how to on. communicate. Communicate. All right, <laughs> let's move on to the next letter. Um, which one do we want to do next? What was last again? Or third? Third or fourth? The fourth one was um, a girl I've been dating for two years now cheated on me. After a week, she then asked if we could right. be together again. All right. What was third? Guys, what signs do you give someone you like? Okay. I, I like that one because women always be trying to play dumb and clueless. Okay. But, oh, my God. I don't know so this one is literally just like really short so it says um and this is for a girl who's 18 and she's referring to a guy who's 23 Mm -hmm. um i'm trying to gauge feelings for the guy that i like i want to make a move but i'm waiting for a sign that the feeling is mutual what should i be looking out for I'll let y'all go. What are y'all thoughts, ladies? Because I'm always intrigued. I mean, you're a guy, women. so right. That's she's, why this asking. is a female asking a guy. I feel like you got to go first. <laughs> okay. right. But I mean, I'll give you time to think, because um, you know you're speaking from a king's perspective. So I know. I'm about to let the clip off. Like I hate these. Think. She's trying to gauge feelings for a guy. I want to make a move, but I'm waiting for a sign that the feeling is mutual. What should I be looking out for? I feel like the signs are usually very clear. Like, I never met, um, I don't think I've ever met a guy that, like, if I couldn't tell, I just feel like, oh, he's not interested. But I don't know. See, I 100% disagree with that because Mm. I've been in too many situations where a dude liked me and I had no idea until way after the fact. Like, I've had situations where um, I started dating someone and then months later come to find out that his friend or a mutual mm-hmm. person we knew had been liked me, but just never acted on it. So I ended up talking to somebody completely different. And I'm like, well, I never knew. Like, I literally had no indication that this person mm-hmm. liked me, you know? Did you like the friend or- kind of more? Did y'all click a little more? Um, I mean, I would have dated the other person had they like, you know, made any form of action or anything towards me with that. But because his friend or the other person came to me, I just entertained that more. So I'm just curious. Do you think you would have clicked more with the other friend? Oh, um, I mean, I think I would. I definitely think I would have clicked with him. Yeah. But Mm. I don't know if it would have been more per se, but I definitely would have entertained it, you know, to find out. He may not, even though he liked you, he may not have been 
trying to give you the signs because of his friend? Do you think that was the case? No, because this was way before I even met his friend. Like, he had been like me. Yeah, and that's just one different scenario. approaches. Yeah. But, I mean, again, because I can think of other guys who it had nothing to do with me talking to anybody they knew. They genuinely liked me, but it didn't come out until years later. Like, right, right, oh, right. yeah, I had a crush on Venice for a while. And it's like, wow, that would have been nice to know because I actually yeah. would entertain this, you know? Yeah, um, certain dudes are just way more to their to their detriment, more subtle. And, yeah. um, passive with their approaches. What I will say though is, with all of those, with all of those dudes, when I went back and thought about it, how they were around me was completely different than how I saw them with other women. Hmm. Like a prime example, one. Wait, of them, real quick though, which guy? Tell me, one of the guys that did say something or didn't? The ones who didn't say okay. anything to me. The way they were with women and how I saw them around women was completely different than how they were with me or when I entered the room. Um, a prime example is I'll go into the first guy. So the first guy, he was a Q. Um, those who don't know, oh, Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. And usually when I saw him with women, he was like just outlandish you know <laughs> like he was just all over them just doing the absolute most like he just mm-hmm. came off like just complete borderline perv but <laughs> with, me, with me it was like he'd be nervous to come up and say hi to me almost sometimes or like i would come up and say hi to him first or you know, he wouldn't, like, go out of his way to speak to me first. Um, I would mm-hmm. have to, like, acknowledge him. And then he'd be like, oh, hey, Venice, and give me a hug. But he never showed, like, he never showed me that sign of him. Like, I had to see that myself on accident. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that kind of made sense in a sense when I later re- found out that he did like me. So I was like, oh, maybe that was his sign? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know the fact that he was shy around you because he held you at like a different regard, like maybe a different way, maybe yeah. But I guess that's how I could take it because mm. that was the only thing that made sense to me was I could admit that he was completely different when he saw me or around me than he was with other women. So mm-hmm. interesting. Um, uh, yeah, cause I know I tend to be. Like, I, I never really came across any girls that, like, over time, they probably couldn't have figured or knew that I liked them. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. any girl that I've ever liked or wanted, I either got or I didn't, but they knew I liked them, at least. So, like, mm-hmm. or maybe just never progress further than that. But, um, but I can tend to be more, like, I'm not just a shooter type nigga. I can tell, I would probably fall on the more passive side of things. Uh regards to women like that any girl I've ever messed with I probably knew them already over time or they knew of me somehow already some shit like that whatever so my like we had a rapport of some regard or whether it was like socially through other people or social media or over time in person some shit like that whatever so uh, with you but, being on the more reserved side like what would mm-hmm. be a cue you would give someone like like Ooh, how would you, you did express interest I see what do you say? What cue would you give? Ooh, bars. <laughs> um, yeah, so back to you. So back to the original thing. I hate this whole thing because if I was a girl, yo, I'd be a borderline sexual predator. Because I just believe that wow. nine <laughs> times out of ten, the nigga wants you. 
That's just a fact of the matter. Like, mm, niggas no. out here, yes, it is. I'm not rolling. Like, and of course, you have the right to not want everybody back. But if it's a guy that you like, nine, nine times out of ten, he's attracted to you. Now, y'all might not be on the same page mm, of, like, I feel like building. you out here putting out a lot of hope for women that's <laughs> That's a dangerous assumption. <laughs> All right, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Now, bitch, if you, you ugly. <laughs> you know, well, you are you out here looking like Whoopi Goldberg or Leslie Jones, oh, then you gotta so humble funny. yourself and humble your uh your playing field. It's cool. That's at a nine out of ten, three out of ten. It's still good though. Leslie Jones shouldn't be able to get anybody, but she can at least get three out of every ten people though. That's, that's still that's still impressive though. A nigga like Leslie Jones, he not fucking nothing, but a woman Leslie Jones. She can fuck three out of every ten men though. It's, that's still remarkable. Um wow. so if you are above six, seven, generally attractive woman, groom yourself and you look nice, and then you got something going for yourself, yeah, I'm rolling. All right, seven. Seven out of every ten men, you're gonna know. And then I feel if y'all at least can if y'all have multiple interactions with each other and it's at least pleasant, and he probably go out his way to do certain things or you know, say go out his way to say certain things to you or go out his way to maybe spend a little more extra time with you in some regards or extend certain things. He like you. Certain dudes go a little heavier with that, though. Certain dudes, like, you know, I don't know, but what? I feel like, you yeah, know, Girls be knowing, man. I hate I hate these conversations. Y'all, no. y'all don't know how much power y'all have, man. man no. It's so much harder for men. I'm on the whole other side of the spectrum and I'm single, go. so I, I don't know. Don't listen to me, maybe. Exactly. But I feel I'm like even listening. if a guy he expresses... Said, and... <laughs> we said exactly. What? You know what? I thought you were supposed to be on my Speak side. Speak queen. But... Speak queen. <laughs> but um, I like even if a guy expresses interest in a way, I still like think, oh, you know, he's just talking. That's just what they do. I... <laughs> I don't think that you should always even put so much like seriousness into that. No, I agree with you. So I'm saying y'all not y'all might not be on the same level of seriousness or plans, but right, okay. I'm saying if you like, it's gonna be ten if dudes there. It, yeah, it's ten okay. dudes in front of you. I'm saying around seven of them are at least attracted to you, and like, what? Let's see. This could go anywhere possibly. Out of the seven, let's say maybe two. Let's say four. You're attracted to probably, or even three. So at least one or two of those people, I think, is a good chance that you would be attracted to back, and um, y'all be on the same page of like, oh, let me go on a date. I think we're both in- mutually interested going on a date, and let's see where this go. Now, both of this can go horribly wrong, but the least you can get the date though, and you be interested in the date. If it's man standing in front of two women, the odds would be totally different. Average man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I I maybe can agree with that then. So basically Boom. you saying she should there's no sign. Get your head get your head out your ass. Get your get get your head out your ass. Stop overthinking this shit. More than more times more more times than not, he's probably attracted to you. So cool. Now again, I can understand you don't want to go shoot your crazy shot and be all salty because again, it might be in the 30 percentile of negative. But just be like, yo, like, I don't know. Like, don't just be like, yo, you're trying to go on a date. Or let's say, yo, you busy this weekend or ha- happy hour. That's a good mutual plan. Oh, you busy trying to do a happy hour or da-da-da? 
Um, have you ever took a girl seriously who who approached you, or did you like ever look at her like, all right, well, this is gonna be easy, and look at her like on a lower playing field because of that? All right, so one, I'm gonna say, any dude that do that is another ass nigga, because okay. most niggas complain about women not approaching them or shooting a shot. So any dude that would try to hold a woman or judge a woman because of that, you stupid, and you and you just retarded. All I encourage all women to approach men sometimes and shoot your shot or whatever don't overthink it because you have the privilege of being a woman and all that buying power now to answer so question, my, my girl bagged me she bagged oh. me okay true okay. story i was we was at a uh, long story short we was in a uh um like a birthday party type setting thing whatever um like a hall or something and i really it was like towards the end of the party at night and shit I had to be sitting down, like, in the chair against the wall, whatever, just, like, thinking about, oh, shit, I'm about to leave some, whatever. And she just randomly sat next to me and said, oh, why are you here Who are you? And we started talking. And, granted, she was on, though. She was, like, a little bit too on. And I, and I, that was, like, I was joking. I, I didn't joke that night, but I ended up joking soon after that, you know, the, in the upcoming weeks, whatever. And even to this day, I still make a joke saying, I could have hit that night. And you was too on my, you was too on me. And you was on, like, shit. And shit, nigga, fuck out of here. Um, she like you like a loser sitting everybody else so I came to talk to you. So that's what she says. But um, so yeah, like she just came to talk to me. Now if she was ugly, I would have you know probably just walked away or something. Like, but yeah, yeah I would have probably talked to her. So oh, yeah, I'm good, I'm cute, but you know this mm-hmm. actually yeah, I'm gonna go to the bathroom bro, like and not sit in this chair ever again. And that would have been that. But you know she not attracted to her just because of how engaged I was in talking to her. Like it's pretty simple. Okay. 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 All right, well, sis, I hope that helped you some kind of way. Um, let's Shoot do this shot, last sis. letter. Which letter do you guys want to do? Do we want to do the... Um, hey, what was two again? Yeah, we have two options. So we can do either does girl or women... Whatever that's supposed to mean. Um, usually text a lot of guys just to have that mm. feeling of being wanted because this happens to me. Or a girl I've been dating for two years now cheated on me after a week. She then asked if we could be together again. Which yeah, one? Yeah, I let y'all pick. Amber, well, what's your choice? I don't want to pick. It's cute. He's, he's the guest. All right. Or you pick, Dean. Whoever. It don't matter. You got right, one B? On you. Okay, on me. I'm gonna say because quick answer to the last one. Fuck that bitch you cheated on you. Chalker. So right, two though. So I think sex it is. Yeah. <laughs> two. That's two the one I was thinking towards anyway. So let's do this one. So we yeah. have a 23 year old male and a 25 year old female. Mm. And this letter is coming from the 23 year old male. You guys ready? <clears throat> I. Okay, basically he's saying she's divorced with three kids. Um, the girl what? from the what? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry, Already? with two kids. My bad. She's divorced with two kids. <clears throat> oh, so this girl, from the way she looks, she posts pictures on Instagrams like model pictures of her showing off her cleavage. Her cleavage. So 100, percent there's going to be a lot of guys DMing her. She lives in a very small town, population of about a hundred people. Okay, yeah. what? He did his research. Um, <laughs> Louisiana right. ass nigga. Right. Um, at first, 
she slit who he cannot spell my god um at first girl she or slid... women <laughs> <laughs> at first she slid in my dm and said i'm cute all that and i'm like no way Shout to her. Shout to she's her. way too pretty to think i'm i'm that cute then the convo dies then it picks up again. She slides in my DM commenting on my snap pic. Huh? Okay. Um, then I snap her back and forth. I snap her back and forth. Then the convo ended. Just last night, she slides in my DM again saying my hair looks nice. And she asked what I was what I was doing. She left me hanging for one hour. So I left her hanging for three because <laughs> Because first, it was like 10 p.m. I don't want to desperately text all the time. So I text her back three hours later. Then I finish talking hmm. to my buddies. All right, sir, you got way too much time on your hands at 23. <laughs> Let me finish this letter. Um, The problem here... Oh, we haven't even gotten to the problem yet. Okay. Uh, the problem here is I think she only fucking with me part-time mm-hmm. And I don't do that. I don't right. want to be someone's second option to text. That pissed me off. But mm-hmm. based on the convo, I told her, end quote, I bet, I bet you I got bet. tons. Okay, I get what he's trying to say. I bet you got tons of guys lined up to talk to you. Her answer was, end quote, that I don't know. Most shoot their shot and I ignored them. You got a vibe. I asked her if her and I were, if I asked her if her and I were, and she said, well, duh, I think it's a total lie. Am I confused? If I heard I were what? Did I miss something? Well, had, had the vibe or? Oh, had okay. The had the vibe. Got it. Okay. Each time the convo ended, it doesn't end right because I'd ask a question and she just left me open, and I never got the answer, such as what you up to. Then never add, then never answer three weeks later. Maybe she sliding my DMs again. Whew. All right. Lord. All right, Plies. Let me tell you something, Plies. All right, Plies. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in not forcing any relationship in my life, whether it's a loved one, a family member, a friend, or a girlfriend. Or a dating thing. So the fact that you got to even think this hard or do all this acrobats and all that type of shit, just cut this bitch off. She's not that into it. She's not that into you. Go watch that movie. She's just not that into you, man. It's, it's okay. You will live to see another day and another girl will hopefully jump into your DM. Probably not, though. Um, <laughs> like... She's not. She's not into into. She should definitely just hit you when she's bored because the nigga she's really interested in don't hit her back. He's probably playing the same game with her. She's playing with you, and it's a vicious yeah. cycle which is going to continue forever. And you're going to do to somebody else probably. That's all it is. Amber, I agree with you pretty much. It sounds like a game to me. I think he's reading way too much into it. Mm-hmm. Like if if you don't care about hearing from her every now and then. Then keep replying. If it bothers you this much, then stop replying. It's not a relationship. So I, I mean, the fact that he has analyzed it this much, 
If someone like so he is dubs you the- twice, then that should be the rule. Like that's always been my max. If someone don't respond back to my text like in two consecutive times, just leave it alone. It's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have a three time yeah. limit. If I reach out to you three I times agree. and you don't respond, then it's a dub. But he is a living example of exactly what I describe as an entertainer. Again, <laughs> check out that episode of Sip and Spill where mm-hmm. I clearly define my hierarchy. And I feel like this <laughs> is exactly mm. yeah, a hierarchy. This is a prime example of an entertainer. Yeah. I reach out to you. Women are trash. I, <laughs> <laughs> I reach out to you when I'm bored or when I'm feeling down on myself because I know down no matter what, wow. you're always going to want me. And this is mm. exactly that. She can go Sick. without responding to you for weeks. You just said three weeks. She can go wow. three weeks without responding to you. And then when she reaches out to you, you have to force yourself not to text her back. Mm. Perfect example of an entertainer. Don't mm. fall in that hierarchy because once mm-hmm. you're there, you're not getting promoted. It's mm. very rare that a man <laughs> or a woman, because men have entertainers too. We're not going to act like this is only a woman thing. It's very rare yeah. that a man or a woman will have an entertainer that gets promoted. The difference is men will have sex with their entertainers and women. Exactly. But <laughs> regardless, you're still in the entertainer box at the end of the day. Uh, like you're not you're, getting out yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah. Y'all so, <laughs> so y'all worse. Worse. Hey, did you have inter- in your single days? Did you have entertainers for ego purpose? Like, no, that's some sociopath shit. That's like women are trash. Like that is not no sociopath shit. Don't you judge this? What type of sick ass shit is that? I'm like, just willing to vocalize it. Anybody I ever? Anybody yeah. I ever text like that? I was trying to have sex with. And that's all it was. Yes, like but just because you're having sex with them does not mean that they're not an entertainer to you. Like I think that's just the that's the only differentiating factor to me for a male mm-hmm. who has entertainers and a woman that has entertainers is that men will have sex with you if even if you are in that box. Right. Just right. like this the friend why. zone. Like men will have women that they friend zone who they still have sex with. Whereas women, right. mm-hmm. when we friend zone you, we're not having sex with you. That's the only but- differentiating factor is sex. This is why y'all worse though, and sociopaths and, and more trash though. Because the guy you're entertaining, he wants sex. And all you want is an ego boost and whatever. Because the other nigga you actually are fucking or want more from, he not giving it back to y'all on the outs or whatever. So you're going to talk to the entertainer guy and he just weighing by his phone, all frustrated, <laughs> emailing, sipping, spilling shit. Like, that's some, like, at least with men, like, I'm single. So. I'm looking I for like, no. prospects no. to date and to be no. single and mingle with. No. So they're getting some out of it. No. I'm getting some out of it. Like, it's cool. No, because like, y'all know that the women that are in y'all entertainer box want more than sex from you. But you know that when you are feeling low true. on yourself, when you lose your job, your girl <laughs> kick you out the crib, you just at, you living out of your mom's basement, that if you hit up this girl who's uh. an entertainer, she is going to be excited to hear from you. Point blank, period. It's not worse. It's the same. It's not it's, trying it's to hear still, it. It's better because at least she still gets something out of it. The entertainment, you get But it's worse, though, because she has an emotional attachment to your penis. That's true. And you That's know that. <laughs> like, she has an emotional Good. attachment to it. I'm not giving you my body when you're an entertainer because I don't need you going crazy right. once you get some puss. 
That's cool. I'm just letting you know the guy on your dynamic, the guy is literally getting nothing out of this. <laughs> At least in my dynamic with the girl, she's getting something out of it. Of course, it's not all she would want, probably. But she gets it's something. She gets a cracker. Like I think it's worse. Miss, I think it's yeah. worse. Because you know she, she has an depressed. emotional attachment. And that's how y'all yeah. get your tires slashed. And that's how y'all get Never. your windows busted into. Because y'all Never. keep giving these entertainers penis when you know that that's her role and it's not going to get any higher but that's a conversation for another day mm. the point here is sir never accept the role of an entertainer if you realize Bars. that and it sounds like you have realized that you're an entertainer then it's time to move on because she is not going to promote you you're not going to the next level like this is it this is it. Hey. You you might she might let you smash because some women do smash hey. the entertainers. So hey you know she right. might. So it, maybe you. So know, you're saying there's a chance. There. But <laughs> well, I'm saying it depends on the woman, and and based right. off of what he's saying for her, it no. sounds like she might be. You know. Well, no, actually, no. He didn't give enough detail for me to make that assumption. But regardless, don't don't yeah don't put all your eggs in one basket in this situation. Hey. You're an entertainer. Hey. Leave it at that. Hey, you, sir, are you still on that couch there by yourself with your phone in hand and nobody texts you? <laughs> Has she never texted you back? Has she just texted you and she ain't texted you back in three weeks and she didn't reply back then? Don't send that text back because you're an entertainer. Yeah. Once you and also, that, this isn't even to, on. like, make him feel bad because I personally Loser! believe... I personally believe that everybody has been an entertainer to somebody. Period. I don't care who you are. LeBron James has been an entertainer to somebody. Like, I don't care Never. who you are. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. just saying, like, I know I've been an entertainer to people, and I'm sure, Q, you've been an entertainer to people. Whoa, and I'm sure whoa. Amber's been an entertainer to people. Like, we've all been an entertainer to somebody. Uh, it's in an instance where we like somebody more than they like them. That's usually when that happens. All right. I'm not I'm sorry. rolling. We like somebody more than they like us. That's what okay. I mean. All right. Is this a safe space? Yeah, it's safe. This is a safe space. <laughs> so, Talk I heavy, was... King. Mm, this ain't going to be heavy at all. It's going to be very light featherweightish. But So I used to say I had all my L's in the counter for and I was living through life trying to uh, rectify all these L's slowly but surely. So for instance, one L that got... So the girl I told you before that you spiced up my whole story about that's I had the worst personality I've ever experienced. But I ended up smashing a few times. That was an L. I wanted to hit so bad back in high school. So I finally got the chance. Oh, yeah, I fixed this L now. Cool. Like, I finally got that off my bucket list. Um, so shit like that. So then it was this girl that I talked to literally right before I met my girlfriend now. Current girlfriend. And we was talking for a few months or whatever. And we had we went to on a few dates. We never smashed. Fast forward. But we went on a few dates. And I remember, I don't remember it as clearly now because it's fucking like four or five years ago and shit. But I remember that we were texting at one point and it kind of like faded out over like maybe a week or two. And then, but right before it though, she said, oh, I want you, I want you to come over to see my, I want you to come over to my family for Thanksgiving. I want you to come over to my family house for Thanksgiving. We'll have a big dinner and shit. And I was like, really? I was surprised by that. Because mind you, I definitely didn't love this girl, like her. We were just talking. It wasn't a big deal to me. Why you want to come over for Thanksgiving? I'm like, and and I'm not like a super family oriented oriented type Thanksgiving person, but I definitely enjoy going to my house and not going nowhere, like just staying still. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm coming there at night, whatever, and I'm going over there, and we actually had a really good time and shit. Like, yeah, like uh, a bunch of drinks and shit. It was cool and shit. 
So, but then like right after that, it faded again, like a week or so. And then I end up texting her. And I'm like, oh, uh, what's up? You cool? You, what's up with you? It's like, I'm actually going through some crazy shit. Blah, blah, blah. I'm crying. It's like some wild shit. I remember just looking at my phone like, oh, this is a lot to take in. I wasn't really expecting to hear all this right now. Like, like and I remember she said, I'm just call you later or something. And I was like, eh, okay. But she never called him. We literally never spoke again. <laughs> but so when I, I remember like years later. So I, I just say, yeah, I was never an L. Then I was talking to my girlfriend about it, though. And we was having this conversation like, oh, that was definitely an L. She was using you. She made you take her out on a few dates. And da, da, da. and my rebuttal always was like, why would you invite your, let's say, quote unquote, entertainer to Thanksgiving? No, that just never made sense to me. So I yeah, always chalked it up to like, because we were she just... was at the bottom of the barrel in her mm. life. She was depressed. She lost mm. something. Maybe she lost her job. Maybe whatever it was going through. And your entertainer is your ego boost. To Thanksgiving, though? To, thanks, to your family? I mean, to me, though, like, everybody isn't the same with that. You know? Like, not everybody cares about... Uh, I'm not rolling. That's not an L. I'm not rolling. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I think you still got to take that loss. Like, I hear you, but <laughs> I still like, you still got to take that loss. <laughs> I think we were both talking. Because I had her. somebody tell me explicitly that he will invite, he's invited two girls he was dating at the same time right, to family that. functions and Thanksgiving. They didn't figure it out because their fan, his family played it off, but he did that right. to give the person the illusion that he cared. So, I mean, um, the people that he cared. So, like I said, right. like, to some people, it's really not that deep. But I don't think that's the same. Because, again, like, it wasn't like... Like, to me, women, they get off on that a lot of times. Like, oh, I'm going to see his family. I really didn't give a fuck. Like, I was like, I went there, and I was like, okay. And actually, it's being a good time. I'm re- and I also remember thinking being mad, because she had some badass cousins. I was like, god damn. Like, I really oh, got the wrong one and shit. So, wow. like, I really was like... Not that invested. Had some good ass drinks. Hard loss. (laughs) Did you miss her when she? You obviously missed her. her, No, I didn't miss her. her It was real. It was no real investment. You text her and said, "What's up with you?" You were wondering. No, it wasn't like it wasn't like a "What's up? Where you You been?" You trying to downplay this L? Oh my god! (laughs) Like I'm not holding this L. This is not an L. I'm not rolling. Like we. I'm not rolling. No, I just think she was going through whatever she went through, and we was that different uh, pages, and we just faded, which is fine. Shit, faded. Yeah. I don't think you were necessarily an entertainer, but mm. I do think. I mean, she still ghosted for whatever the reason. It may not be because you were an entertainer, but it seemed like you you did kind of miss her, and maybe you you would have wished that you would have ended it as opposed to her. But I okay, we on the same page, generally, Queen. So I'll take that. Like. You know, as always, you get points. You get partial credit because you kind of lost me okay. at the end of that. I definitely didn't miss her, but we still agree, though. As you always, didn't miss okay. her, but you was wondering what was up with y'all. It wasn't like a what's up, what happened. It's like literally, <laughs> what's up? Like, mm, I, you okay. know, like, what's up? Okay. Like, you know, mm-hmm. people say that as a greeting. Like, oh, what's up? What you doing? Okay. Like, I'll say I'm guessing. I don't think you necessarily were an entertainer. <laughs> I won't put you there. I don't think I mean, you were an my, entertainer to her. My, my girl, she agrees. Well, you know, she trashed it. So there you go. 
Well, you look at your guy in common. Like, you, okay. I just said I don't right. think you were an entertainer in that case. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't feel like in that scenario you were an entertainer. Like, because the entertainer is at the bottom of the hierarchy. I feel mm. like you were like that's funny. One of like the boo things, you know. Okay, I'll take that, and I but definitely will agree with you that. You just weren't the main, but you were one of the boo things. That's cool. So let's look at it this way, like the context or the dynamics. So you got the uh, entertainer, boo thing or something. But then you got the other, like, you know, element of like the being ghosted and then holding the L. Like you got to take this L. So if you get ghosted, cause I think you probably, probably can't refute that I got ghosted. That stands. Uh... Is that an automatic L? I wouldn't want to say. I definitely that. feel like if you get ghosted, you get demoted to an entertainer. <laughs> you gotta take that demotion. I don't know about necessarily that, but I would take it as a, nobody wants to be ghosted. Like, even if you don't want to deal with the person anymore, I think everybody would rather, like, they have known what happened or a mutual understanding. Or I, I wouldn't want to be. I, th- I would take it as an L if I was ghosted. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's an L. That's an L. But in yeah. reference to the hierarchy, you you were a boo thing to her. But yeah. What real or quick. she may have wanted you to be a main thing. It could have been something else going. Who knows? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> There's so many variables. We, like who knows? Thank you, Queen. Thank you. Like I said, I think she was going through whatever thing, and be, like I said, because I wasn't so invested, I didn't care to even find out. Or yeah, try you to, weren't that invested. Fill the void of that, whatever. So it, it wasn't that much of L, because that's true. If you care, if you right, really care, like, you would have. Yeah, that's and again, true. if the Thanksgiving thing never happened, I probably didn't even tell the story. But that to me, that just made it even more interesting, not even confusing. Cause I think mm-hmm. that makes it seem like I missed it. But I was like, that's. And I like, if anything, I'd rather see the family get. I was a popping ass party. Like. <laughs> I'm done. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> said, I would like to see the family. Fuck that yeah, bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking cousins again. Like. Oh, my oh goodness. My I'm done. <laughs> All right, y'all. So I think it is time to wrap this episode mm. up. Thank you so much to Q right on Q Live for stopping back through Sip and Spill. Thank y'all you. showed him love last season. So let's see mm. that same love this time. Thank you, mm-hmm. listeners, for anybody listening this far. Thank you to the one queen of the show. <laughs> wow. Don't be shady. Don't be shady. One other person it's that happens queens. to hold space on the show. There's a hierarchy here. There's a, there's a hierarchy. You have the queen and then the entertainer. I've been getting dragged on my own show all episode. Like. <laughs> And then you got the guest when Q comes let's see, on. Let's see the... if he keeps that same energy when I bring these baby back ribs to this post-quarantine mm-hmm. party. Wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, you keep that same I mean, energy. I think you could possibly just have Amber pick up the ribs and then <laughs> oh my God. bring the ribs by herself. <laughs> 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 Yo. As long as we get the ribs, like but yeah, thanks again, and until next time, deuces. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and give us a five star rating. 
You can find us on sippinspills.com. That's S-I-P-A-N-D-S-P-I-L-L-S.com, where you can find our podcasts, blog posts, and join our email list where we offer special giveaways and discounts. Also, make sure you follow us on social media. That's at Sippin' Spills across all social media. And until next time, deuces! Plankings got a hook and say push back on my team. I knew